Welcome to the PropenX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Kenny Watson and the other guy show. show, show. I have documentation. Open X with Steve Mathis as your host. The third second border sideways and we're ready to go. Got Kenny Watson on the mic switching all kinds of things. This is the best mode crusher in the world, don't you think? Open Max. What do we do, Kenny? <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. Yeah, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Here we are live from Las Vegas, the Pulp MX Show. Running it for you. What's going on tonight? Hopefully everybody's fine and everybody's doing good. We're, uh, we're happy to be back on the air this Monday night. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Uh, I'm, I'm, my name is Steve Mathis. As with me as usual is my host, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Let's uh, get ready to get this thing done. Get, huh? Getting it done. Getting ready to get it, get her started. How are you this weekend? I'm awesome. Awesome. <laughs> how, how was your weekend? My weekend was absolutely phenomenal. Fun. What'd you do? Uh, I had some friends come in town, and we uh, went out Saturday and went to the pool. Saturday night, went to see Steel Panther, and uh, yesterday I went and seen... Uh, a band play and went to dinner and just pretty much hung out and hung low, man. It was it was fun. Wow, that sounds uh sounds really exciting. I was in Texas. Yeah, I I did. It was funny because I texted you and I didn't I didn't know like I thought the race was on Sunday for some reason, yeah. and I didn't even know. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> when's the race on your all? The race is over. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh wow. And then I, I'm I was wondering if you were making that up. No, I'm pumped for Reed though, man. I did I. Dude, what Chad's doing right now, man, I don't care if you like him or you dislike him as a writer or whatever, but you have to give him credit for what he's doing, man. He's he's beating the odds. Everyone expected him just to be uh, sitting on the couch all year. Right. I mean, he got, you know, led the series, Supercross series for a round or two, and now he's leading the outdoors. It sound, and he has a pretty good points lead. He could, you know, I, w- I wish him the best. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, with us, as usual, screening your calls, taking your calls, none other than the... Mr. Legendary himself, Tits. What's up? That's what I'm talking about. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How was your weekend? Uh, wonderful. Full of tears? Uh, yeah. Some tears? Single tears. Single tears? Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas National. Let, we'll get right into that. Our guests tonight, Chad Reed, Matt Lemoyne, and Dave Dye. They're all coming on to, uh, to give us different perspectives on the race and what they're up to. We'll have those three guys on. The show is presented by BTOsports.com. As well as X Brown Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill, Vivint Alarms, and Kicker, all coming on board the show, and uh, we thank you for that. And don't forget, you can look, get this show on the archive later tonight. iTunes tomorrow, Stitcher.com. If you have a smartphone, you can get that tomorrow. And uh, even if you have a dumb phone, you can. I gotta take these goggles off. Hey, and if if anyone doesn't know who Dave Dye is, 
you don't need to know who Dave Dye is, but you need to listen because the guy is definitely one of the most. He's he's one of the characters in the in the dirt bike industry. Guy's been around a long time. He has numerous amount of stories, and he cracks on everybody. He's probably the only mechanic that Chad Reed's had that got fired, or maybe one other guy. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the record is, but uh, yeah. So it should be good to have Dave on. As usual, we're going to take your call, 702-586-7857, 702-586-PULP. Um, and you can call in and talk to one of our guests or talk to uh, one of us and get your thoughts on something. Um, <clears throat> Kenny. Steve. How's the Josh Hansen signing coming along? Uh, Josh Hansen signing is... When can I expect that PR? I don't know. I don't know if you will. You, I don't know if you will, but I, I know that we're talking to some other people too, and it's, we need to get. Doesn't sound a lot like Ivan Tedesco. I don't know. We're talking oh, to people. Well, I don't I know. I will never sign Ivan Tedesco to my race team. He and didn't say was, that, did he? I think he did. No, I didn't. I thought it's something to that There's, effect. Why would I say that? Because maybe something like maybe he was saying about how Ivan said, "Don't hire your friends," right. and then that's what that's what, what Ivan said. I, I never said that. Ivan okay. said that. Ivan said he would never. He wouldn't even give me a job working on his practice bikes when I had no job, nothing going on, pretty much like just stagnant in my life. And this guy wouldn't even give me a job being his caretaker at his ranch. But you know, I gave my friend a job. That's but uh, anyways, how's the handy thing going? Uh, Are things rolling for your team? Yeah, things like, are good. But the thing is, like, we're in the, we're in a position right now that we have to have a guy signed by at least the, the middle of July because we have some really. You're some, trying to sell it. You're trying to sell. We have some yeah. new sponsors that are on board and that are coming aboard, and they they need a lineup to go out and market, and they want to do TV spots mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it takes time. So we need to have our team locked, loaded, and ready to go by right. August one. Right. So there's you know there's there's Offers out to a few people, so yeah. we'll see what happens. And what about Josh Hill? What are you thinking? Uh, Josh Hill is supposed to be back on his bike and riding by the beginning of August. Oh, okay. He's not going to go race outdoors no, at all. No, of course not, yeah. But right. we're planning on maybe sending him to Australia for a couple of rounds, sending him to Europe just to get gate time because he hasn't been racing or been on a bike. So, uh, you know, we Good. signed Josh Hill for that reason. We knew if he didn't come around this year that, you know, we, we believe in him and we're going to give him the best of the best and hopefully it works out for him. If not, you know. It's going to be just because it's a it's a you know a physical thing and he couldn't overcome the injuries that he's had and it's going to it's not because he doesn't want to race or he doesn't want it because the kid loves dirt bikes and that's all he wants to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's yeah, it's not his fault if if nothing nothing comes together, nothing works. Um, he had a bad injury, serious stuff. Uh, heartbreak, Ryan Dungey, for sure, running out of gas. I think that's an understatement. Um, Did he run out of gas? Is that what happened? Well, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't say that because. Well, let's ask Dave Dye because he knows everything. We can. We can ask Dave Dye. <laughs> There's uh, different reports of, uh, you know, Dungey checked his gas. I be I didn't see it. Apparently, Dungey checked his gas. And he did keep kicking his bike on the side of the track for a long time, which tells me he must have saw gas in there if he had checked it. Uh, the symptoms seemed like running out of gas because it slowed. And it kind of slowly made it around the track, and then eventually it stopped. It didn't just lock up, you know? Uh, no oil stream, no none of that. So uh, that's three DNFs for Dungey due to mechanicals this year, and uh, that's three too many if you're, if you're his guy. None of them are Goose's fault, I'm sure. None of them are Mike Webb's fault, new team manager. But in this sport, Kenny, you know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's tough. I Contract mean, year? 
I know, I know for a fact that you know the the way he puts the work in and he trains his butt off and he expects the same out of his guys on the other side. If yeah. you, and you know, it's pretty hard when you're a rider and you put all that time and effort and energy in and work your ass off. And then all of a sudden your bike's breaking. That's not good. And I don't know, you know, just like the, you know, it seemed like the Honda guys had some DN, you know, a DNF too. And yeah, they had some problems in Sacramento, but the only difference between Dungy's, Dungy's bike and Reed and Wyndham's bike in Sacramento is, the red bike never stopped running. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, it's a tough day. Tiffs, you so are wait, right? third DNF. What he had the one in he had he had the one in uh, Anaheim. Anaheim, and then he had a motor goal in Daytona heat race, which put him on the LCQ and gave him a shitty gate pick for the main. Yeah, but you can't. He that's okay. Well, I'm just but saying. He still, it's, yeah, yeah. still got points though, but you really can't use that as a DNF. I guess you could. No, absolutely. Yeah, it's because, still a mechanical. Yeah. yeah, it's a mechanical for sure. Listen to listen to team manager guy over there. Hey, it's all good. It's uh, all good. Uh, but props for Chad Reed, man. You're going to have him on. We're going to talk to him in a little bit. Get him. About how Davey Millsaps. Uh, he Dude, rode awesome, man. He was the only guy him. jumping the sand wall in the second moto. You know what's crazy? I never, ever, ever go online and, like, watch videos of, like, guys riding and testing. But for some reason last week they had that, they had that little uh, release with, uh, with that kid they picked up who, who's filling Les the – Smith. Les Smith. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to see how that kid rode, and they showed Davey a few laps, and, dude, he looked good. I'm like, dude, yeah. most laps look no, solid. He looked, he looked really good. I uh, would not. I mean, dude, if you look at it, WMG, those guys went 1-2 this weekend. Oh, the They're agency. Good. Yeah, the agency, right, I right, mean. right. Dude, and they almost won the, the Indianapolis 500. Oh, that's, is Hildebrandt their guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, I felt bad um, for that kid. No, hey, listen, I'm the first guy to criticize Millsaps. I have been hard on him, time, but uh, got to give it up to him there. He rode awesome. He rode uh, – uh, really, really great, and uh, hopefully you can keep it up, man. Dude, he's another one of those guys. You give him a little bit of space and give him a little bit of uh, hope, and he's how much? How much do you think it has to do with his contract being up and all that? He, the guys just can't turn it on like that, can they? Uh, I don't know. That's I, the you know people were saying that in the pits. They're like, yeah, dude, it's getting near the end of the year. He needs a contract. I'm like, you just can't turn it on like that. I think you know? it all came together for him. I think those guys at JGR. I mean, they have an awesome program. And they've worked hard, and they're like he got. I mean, a guy like Davy Millsaps isn't going to start up front and and go backwards when he's in the heat of the battle. I mean, the guy is an awesome, awesome rider. I mean, Pete, you could say what he wants about him, but uh, he's good. Good job, tits. Uh, um, yeah, no. Um, when I say he was the only guy jumping the wall, I meant the only guy in the 450 class because Dean Wilson was doing it in the 250 class, second moto, and uh, Dino, Dino was on it. <clears throat> Let's get into some emails here. Uh, got one from TJ. Thank you for taking the time to read my email. Um, Dungey's bike stalled with two laps to go. He immediately opens a gas cap, replaces the gas cap. All of it aired on speeds coverage of the second moto. Then he begins kicking the bike over and after start. Um, no way would he have done that if he had seen not seen an adequate amount of fuel. He kicked the bike from just about the time Reed went past until Reed lapped him around two and a half minutes. Then Goose walks up, asks him to be out of gas. Uh, and then again, he kicks his bike. Um, <clears throat> this guy asks about the Gatorade size bottle with gas and carry it to the line. Um, I guaranteed that uh, that they did that, and uh, they probably emptied their gas. Um, they didn't have any left. I never usually kept any in my bottle afterwards. I just but you know what the out. deal is? If uh, if Goose would have went out there and poured gas in his bike where it stalled, yeah, it's and he's 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 down yeah. the lap anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. they're going to DQ him because yeah. you have to work on your bike in the in the mechanics area. Like, if a guy crashes halfway on the backside of the track and the mechanic goes over there, 
it's it's not gonna you they yeah. can't work on their bike. No, yeah. So, but but how did he he switch his gas cap? No, he just checked. No, he just checked it. Just so he took the gas. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Tommy, that makes sense. Tommy Holland actually had a gas cap failure this weekend. A little rubber diaphragm underneath the gas cap. Did that team struggled that weekend? That sucks for those guys. I mean, they're working so hard. They're well, trying let's, so let's much. Let's talk about Purcell. Actually, we got a caller on the line who wants to talk about it too. Damien, you there? Yeah, I got you. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Thanks for listening. Uh, no worries. A couple things. Did did want to touch on the Purcell thing, dude. Uh, is that legit to just pull him off the track like that because you're not comfortable? Um, wait, did they up? did they pull him off or did he pull no, off? No, he pulled off. Yeah. First moto. Uh, yeah, you know what, Damien? To me, uh, back it down a little bit and get an eighth or a seventh or something. Uh, he was riding so good in the beginning of the race. At the point he pulled off, which was ten minutes in, twelve minutes in, you know, he's already been sprinting. You have a good gap on everybody. That really helps you to get a good start. So to me. Yeah, I think you want to back it down a little bit and then just get a 7th or 8th or even a 10th or whatever. But to pull off is bizarre. They changed the shock, the fork, the triple clamp for the next moto. And he went out and then he said his shock locked up. And they took the shock apart. They couldn't find anything wrong with it. But I got an, an eyewitness that was in the mechanics area that said it was stuck straight up. You couldn't push it down. So I'm thinking there was a rock in the linkage. That's how it would have had to be. Did you hear about... Uh, DV and Purcell getting into it. I heard something a little bit about something they no. got into it, like a at, at somewhere at dinner that night. They got into oh, yeah? it. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't hear that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It's funny. I heard about it, but I was like tripping. But someone in the chat room said they heard about it too, and I was just like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Damien. Uh, what do you think? Uh, hey, you know what? I'm a vet racer, and I only been doing it for a couple of years, man. But uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever. I mean, I backed down. You know, like you said, and cruise around, but I'm not going to pull off the track because I'm I'm not comfortable. Well, you know uh, what? I mean, the way you ride, I would ride, and Steve rides. I mean, we we do it for fun, and it's a hobby to us, and we go out and ride. But you know right. what? Those guys are riding at such high speeds. It could have been a safety issue where he didn't feel like like, hey, I better pull off before I kill yeah. myself. Right now, clearly that thing is not that signing is is not working out. But he's got to come around, right? He's got to. He hasn't. He hasn't I, I hope he comes races. around, but I hope he doesn't come around for four more races. <laughs> yeah, uh, the thousand dollar bet you have with Cox right now is looking solid. He twittered you. In the I seen it after. Right, he twittered you and said, "Hey, how's that thousand bucks looking?" No, he said, "I hope you're watching." And I said to him, Cox, yeah, that. That's a little premature, and of course, Steve Cox being Steve Cox, he goes, "Oh, dude, I know he wasn't going to stay there." I know that, but I'm telling Kenny that if he can go the speed for for you know ten minutes, he can go the speed for thirty minutes down the road. Dude, I, I'm like, I, I like I have always said, I think Purcell is definitely capable. And let's try to get DV on the line. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if DV. Picks I think up. I think capable. I think he's definitely capable of doing what Steve said and in, in winning motos and maybe even winning races. If his, this year, you think this year? I think if he if he came in with with the right equipment and he was comfortable on the bike, yeah, I do. I, I think he's. Hey, hey Kenny. He's a Kenny, phenom. Your, your, your bet with uh with with Cox is that an overall before? No, it's a moto. Midway? It's a moto win. It's a moto win. Yeah, it's a moto win. Yeah, I think he had a. He was running up there at the front for a minute. I think wasn't but, he first moto? Were, but, were you nervous? No, because no. I didn't even know the race was going on. I thought it was on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you know what's even more funny is if you really look at it. Is he going to beat Chad Reed straight up? Is he going to beat Villapoto straight no, up? No, Is he going to beat Dungy no, straight up? Not anymore. No. no. 
But those guys are all three are going to have to have something go down. And I can say one or two guys having a problem, but I, I, I don't think so. Not, not on the equipment he's on. I'm not saying the bike is that bad. I don't know. But I just think that it needs some more. He needs to get used to the bike. I mean, he can't just hop on that bike for a week before the Nationals start and ride with those guys that have been racing all year. You know, yeah. and, and developing their bikes. That's all I'm saying. But I th- definitely think that Porcel is definitely capable of winning a moto. Mm-hmm. I definitely think he is um, on good, on better equipment. Yeah, I talked to Ross Maeda today, and he said there was nothing wrong with the shock. And I, I believe Ross when he says that. So most likely there was a rock stuck in it. And uh, because, uh-huh. I, because I, I mean, I got a guy who was in the mechanics area that said, yeah, it was stuck straight up. The shock was. This was early in the second moto. So, hey, hey, before I get off, Kane, uh, I want to touch on something you said uh, last week's show. Uh, you are talking about uh, getting getting the program for the 450s going, and you're not going to do it unless you can do it legit and blah, blah, blah. And, and you said the same thing, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. You said the same thing about Mitch Payton and the Pro Circuit Squad. They're not going to do it if they can't do it full tilt. Does it make sense, if you would talk about a little bit, running – four guys on the team in the lights class as opposed to, you know, running maybe two guys in, in, on the team in the lights class and then two guys in the 450s. Well, Mitch, Mitch's contract with Kawasaki is Kawasaki says, hey, we're going to give you all this bikes and all these parts and everything. We want you to run a lights team, four riders, blah, blah. Like that's what he has to do per contract. He just can't say, oh, you know what? I'm doing two, two 450s. So – Okay. All right. Thanks, Damien. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, as, as usual, anybody can call into the show, 702-586-7857. The Titch Legendary will take your call. Um, yeah, your 1000 bucks is looking good right now. DV, no uh, no answer for DV? That's correct. Went yeah. to voicemail? Uh, it rang for a little bit and then went to voicemail. He did say on Twitter today that he wasn't going to take my call. It, yeah. Yeah, it's not rocket science to figure out a 702 number. Yeah, he, I don't think – I mean, I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't take the call either. I mean, what's what's he going to say? <laughs> I guess I don't know. I mean, I feel bad. I feel, I feel I do those guys. They do. Uh, I think they they're trying really, really, really hard. You know, and it's just one of those things. Yeah, it's it's tough. You just got to keep at it, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, RV was off again this weekend, and uh, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. He, he's just not. I don't think he's just doesn't have the energy right now. And it was what's hot, the next race? There's a week off, and then High Point. Dude, Chad's good there. Yeah, he's good, but then he wasn't good last year, but he's generally good there. But I think RV in week race three, we're going to see, you know, this week off, it's going to help him a lot. Yeah. He's just not himself. He's not getting good starts. He went down in the second moto. It's it's kind of depressing a little bit because <clears throat> it's not depressing for RV, but it's depressing for me. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was so far back in that first moto, and he still got third. It's like those three guys are way better than everybody else. Which is going to be hard. Chad has a 20 point lead already. Over Dunge, he's got 25 or something. Dunge is in fourth. Right. Yeah, that sucks. I got the points right here. It's, he's uh, 28 over Dungey. 28 points. And, you know, the top three are so much better. It's hard to make points right now. So I don't know. I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Who's in second? Villa? No. Uh, yeah, Villa. Sorry. Millsaps, third. So yeah, it, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty, pretty, uh, pretty hard for Dunge to, to make up these points unless Reed suffers. And of course, it's super early, so who knows how much we can tell and how much we can talk about. But uh, 
Hey, let's get to some voicemails that we had this week. Uh, we had uh, we didn't play any last week. I got a couple funny ones I thought that I'd play from last week, and then we'll get to, to this week's. Kenny, there's a couple of questions in there for you. So, as usual, you can call 702-586-7857 anytime and, uh, and uh, leave a message, and we can play it on the show. The best ones make it. So, let's uh, without further ado, let's get to last week's voicemails and this week's voicemails. Hey, Steve. I was just listening to your most recent podcast, and uh, I think that couldn't agree more, more with you about them changing the format a little bit. Maybe uh, letting the riders design the tracks again, for starters. And uh, a buddy of mine had a good idea about what if the Las Vegas race winning the main event paid 10 points more, you know, let's say 35 points for the winner. I think that would have uh, encouraged Villapoto not to just cruise around in third for his uh, for the Las Vegas race. Would have, uh, you know, made it a lot better racing. Want to see what your thoughts were on that, man? Keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, I think I think they need to change the format, um, um, change something up, because I I just think they need to change like four or five races of the year, make a, t- a couple two ten lappers, um, start them in reverse order, make Vegas worth double points. I just want to see something different from Supercross. That's what I want to see. That Monster Energy Cup thing. Well, you gonna you gonna do that? I mean, you know, uh, I it's pretty so. early, but I think so. Um, for us to do that race, it's easy. Right. You know what I mean? It's like going to a local race. So. Yeah. No, exactly. So there, I want to see something different. I hope, and I hope to see something. I know those guys for that monster race, they're thinking of doing some exciting and different stuff. Maybe some sprints and some hot lap things, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm all for that. But right now we're in the outdoor, so. Where are you? We're looking for you. Dear Mathis, we're at the USDP. Can't find you. We made awesome shirts. Hurry up. We looked for the concession stand. Not there. Snow cones. We're looking for snow yeah. cones and corn dogs, but you're not there. Quit hiding. Suck. We made awesome shirts. Mm-hmm. Actually, you don't suck because you're awesome in the show. Hey. <laughs> These people made some, uh, some, some different shirts. It's pretty funny. USGP this weekend. One of, one of the shirts said uh, Gigi, and one of them said uh, MX Chick. On Perfect. the back. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And then uh, I think on the bottom it said, go hang yourself. And the other one said, uh, I don't even remember. But it was pretty funny. Some super super fans. I met up with them eventually. Were they, they cool? They found me. They were really cool, yeah. <clears throat> A guy and two girls. A guy with two girls? Yeah. That's how our fans roll. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> my, my tire fell off. My car really stuck, so I really wanted to go. But no, I just kidding. I just wanted to... Say, um, I noticed that, that Roxon was running um, Pirelli tires this weekend, and then when he's here in the U.S., race for the U.S., he's running Dunlops. He has to go off on uh, what, do you, what do you think? Um, those tires are close enough, or he has to make major changes to compensate? <clears throat> no, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, he said Roxon runs Pirellis in Europe and has to run Dunlops in America. So clearly, it's, it's it clearly very easy. His team in see, Europe is sponsored by Pirelli. His team that he rides for in America is, is doesn't, seem, doesn't seem to affect him either because he seems to win on both continents. He can win on rims, dude. <laughs> he can win on rims. Hey, Steve. Just wanted to touch on a couple of points. Uh, just listen to your recap there with Weege and Ping of Vegas. And uh, I hope you guys keep doing that with the Outdoor Series. I think a lot of people enjoy that. You guys bring some insight to some behind-the-scenes things that we don't get to hear about. 
And um, as far as Roxon, that kid's awesome. Any interview that he does, you can hear the enthusiasm in his voice. The kid just loves the race. And even though he's a German, I think a lot of American fans are going to embrace that kid and get behind him and cheer for him. I don't know if they'll have the same attitude as we have towards some of the French riders. But uh, I think he's great makes a ton of money for the and sport, and I hope he comes over here for sure. That's all these chicks. And, uh, hey, Kenny, you have fun at rehab this summer, buddy. You enjoy yourself with all them chicks in the bikinis. Keep up the good work, guys. We enjoy it. See you later. When's the first rehab visit? That's not the a Pulp show tonight, Monday, 16th. This was the week we were Low on. Low chanceability. Uh, I'm going to hear it. Damn it, man. That was just one of a few angry people leaving voicemails when we had no show, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> does, does, does that not matter to you? No. Um. All right. And then, so, was that last week? That, that's the end of last week's, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go to this week's. Some questions for Kenny. What's up, guys? This is Derek calling from Maryland. Got a question for you about the whole FMF and Ed drink deal. I was looking at some pictures from Hangtown. Is it true that JGR, MX, are they taking their stickers off their muscles too, just like Factory uh, Cowie's doing because of the whole drink deal? You know, FMF, like Matthew, you was talking about, they have to, it's how they clash. In, and since JGR has their drink, which is muscle milk, is that like a clash with the new FMF drink? Like I said, looking at pictures, I didn't see the FMF stickers on the mufflers no more. So just want to know, something to check out. Look into it. Get back to me. Love the show. Yeah, uh, JGR took the FMF off their bikes, too, because of muscle milk complaining. This FMF energy drink thing better better be making up some money. Dude, I think it's blowing up on them. But... Are, do you think that next season that they'll still be providing the the pipes and stuff like that for I, them? I don't know. It's a great question. Is everyone going to move over to I, Pro Circuit or I know that, uh, that Cowie's very happy with the performance, so maybe that trumps everything. FMF made them all new cans this weekend, all new exhaust system. You can't even – I mean, it, it doesn't really look like an FMF, but, you know, you know it is. And that's really cool from FMF to do. Like the manpower and the time to put build a new system, they could have just went, oh, well. So they're still on board. Cowie likes the performance. But, man, if you can't advertise David Millsaps, Ryan Vilpoto, Weimer, what's the sense? Can they not, like, in magazine ads, can they not – No, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's pretty much nothing. I think that that's the idea. Like, like it's a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We all know they're using FMF, but right. I don't think they can advertise that. I that's don't know. gonna be a, it's gonna be a weird deal. It, it I just it, I hope it's making the money. I say that's, any chance that they end up saying, yeah, well, not worth it, and then they stop doing their energy drink deal, or I don't know. I, I, I know you talk about how much profit there is right. in those things, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I wish our sport would be a little. I can understand the teams. Not doing that, but I, you know, the FMF sponsors the nationals, and their banners are gone, and I don't, I don't like that. I, I we got to float everybody's boats, as the late, not the late, he's not dead, the uh, the great Dick Abersall said from NBC, float everybody's boats, and it's good for everybody, and that's the same thing with your contour camera deal. Um, it just pisses me off. It's like they're throwing money in the nationals, they're helping the sport, and now they can't run their banners just because of a competing drink. It's 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 ridiculous to me. It doesn't say FMF energy drink. It just says FMF racing and that means performance pipes but that's still not good enough so uh bummer deal i think for fmf but uh i understand it a little bit so it's going to be an interesting thing to watch from here on out and keep it up guys five question for the pulpit max on the 2012 kx 250f 
they have a new uh, DFI, the digital fuel injection system, and they have something in the air box. Um, it's a new injector. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Mathis, you probably know. I want you to shed some light about it next show. It's uh, it's an air air temperature sensor in the air box. So it's just a way of telling the EFI what the temperature is going into it. Um, I don't know much more about it. If that's a better system than what they have now, where the temperature is located on the EFI body, I don't know. So it's a, it's a weird deal, but it's something new. It's something cool. So we'll see from there. That's what it is. What it does. Thanks. Nine. Hey, Mathis, I really think that you need to do a podcast with Kenny Watson. Um, you do the show with him all the time. We hear some pretty crazy stories. I think it would be cool to do a whole his whole career spectrum, where he came from, yada, yada. I bet it would be your most popular podcast ever. Anyway, it's, if you do it and it's crazy, it's my idea. You got it for me. Anyway, let's say bye. We did one. Remember, Hart was yelling at you because the tire was flat or something. Uh huh. What was the deal? Yeah, but that was just about the team, wasn't it? No, it was about yeah. your career and stuff. We talked oh, really? talk about Triple X and everything. Uh, yeah, that was what was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was when I first started. You were like my sixth or seventh guest ever, ever. Really? And yeah. I've done over 150 now, but uh, oh, so, excuse me, fuck. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, check out. Uh, Steve Mathis archives. Archives? Steve yeah. Mathis Classics? It's it's one uh, of those, the, too. The best of or something. Like it's that. on iTunes. And uh, uh, check it out. Me and Kenny. Before Kenny was on the show and when he was just working for um, Hart Huntington. And it's classic because Hart starts yelling at him in the background. And Kenny's like, you see what I got to put up with? And I think we even had to put the show on a pause. While yep. you figured something out, yeah, we were going, we were going there to, to shoot like video or doing like he had a photo shoot, and we were going to the Supercross track, and I asked the mechanic to make sure the bike was good, and we loaded the bike and we got out there and the tire was flat, and he flipped out as usual. <laughs> but it really wasn't your fault. It was like the mechanic's it's never fault. my fault, right. but it, at the end of the day, it is my fault because I didn't double check it. I didn't. Well, that's what uh, we were talking about with Dungey, like. Now this comes down on the manager a little bit, Mike Webb, who's a great, great guy. But with Roger, there wasn't any problems at the races. Roger. And you know there is now. So, I mean, I don't know. It's a touchy situation, you know? Um, no, you can't push it on Mike Webb. I'm not saying you can, but it will be. You know how these things work. You know how the family and the agent and the hanger-ons and all that, they push it on. Well, maybe he might leave, and maybe he might open the door for somebody else for an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Um, maybe, uh, maybe the guy that that opened the can of worms you opened up last week. It's maybe that's going to happen. Oh yeah, I know, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? You know what I heard from from uh, Pro Circuit guys? Purcell's agent that he fired or quit told them, you know, hey, uh, whatever I said about Purcell defending him, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Like, everything's true. And I'm just like, that sucks. I don't like that. What? Like, I don't know. Like, he's all bitter, right? So, I, I don't I don't know. And now he doesn't like Purcell or something. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Um, You know, another thing that's going on, too, a little bit. I don't know how much it's affecting anything. But there's a mechanic in the pits whose chick left him 
for Purcell. Really? Yeah. I don't want to say the name of the guy because I didn't ask him, but they were kind of friends. Mechanic. Do they, they work on the same team? I can't. I can't say. Um, and I guess lately this chick was like basically like, "Hey, I got to go stay at a friend's house or something." And then was at his house, Purcell's house, and uh, and and uh, yeah. Hey, so it's kind of early. Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't know who the guy is. I have no idea who you're talking about, but yeah. you know what? It's a blessing in disguise, dude. You might as well have her leave now, then get married and have kids and have her leave. Yeah, I guess Take so. it what it's worth, man. Right, right. Not meant to be many fish in the sea. If a woman wants to be like that, let her go do it. She's just jading herself and making herself look like shit. Yeah. But so. on the other, like, on Purcell's side, how do you take that chick to the track with you like, you know, most yeah, riders I don't know. do? Yeah, I'm waiting to see if she shows up. And I'm up. just like, I mean, who knows, man? Who knows? I'm not, I'm not getting in the middle of anybody's business. No, no, no. I know. I just... It's just like, there's a, there's an old saying in this in the whole moto industry that I've learned a long time ago. Dudes don't lose their girlfriends or their wives; they lose their turn. <laughs> yeah, in our sport, certainly there's there's uh, there's some of that. And uh, and speaking of wives, we got a guy on the line whose wife is having a birthday today. Yet he still finds time to call in and be on the show. Team Two Two Motorsports, Chad Reed. Reed, what's up? What's up, dude? How's it going? Hey, good. Thank you for doing this. Tell Ellie. Happy birthday from... Canada. I will, for sure. She uh, might not remember, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for taking time for doing this. Uh, uh, well, we won't take you too long, but... Uh, hey, not a bad start to the year, bud. You're doing all right. I mean, yeah, winning the first two races. You know, three out of two, three out of four motors. I'll take that any day. <laughs> I know. Huh? I, I, it's pretty much... You would have never thought it would have went this well when you were sitting in Vegas going, hmm, should I even do the outdoors? Am I even going to do them? Right? Yeah, probably a week before Vegas. I mean, at, right. at Vegas, finally, uh, on Saturday, it was kind of like, you know, my agent Steve was going back and forth between, you know, the Honda truck and our truck trying to, yeah. trying to put put it all together. So right. uh, that was it. You know, I, I just wanted I wanted to know in Vegas, you know, I, need, I needed to know whether I was jumping on a flight to Florida and kind of having a vacation through the summer or mm -hmm. I was jumping on a flight to California to, you know, get after it and do some tripping. So. Right. Um, you know, everything's gone really well. I think, uh, you know, the goal was to, to obviously try to get a factory bike. And, and not necessarily because my bike wasn't good enough or anything like that. It was more just, I, di I didn't want to, like, I didn't have any motivation to start start over again. You know, like, I didn't I didn't want to start off slow and, and, and build into it. It's just, for me, it's, it's not fun getting roosted for 35 minutes in the hot and the heat and, and just, you know, getting messed around with your bike and, you know, trying to chase settings. It's just, right. I wanted it to, I wanted to try to make it as, as easy as possible on me and, and outdoors. It's never easy, but I wanted to make that transition as easy as possible. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, Jeremy has been doing a lot of testing and Trey got, a, you know, a chance to do some testing. So mm -hmm. their bike was good. So, um, there was, you know, a few things here and there that I tweaked on it, you know, from my own right. personal preference. But other than that, it's been, uh, it's been really good. And, enjoyable to yeah um, those, like I that talking, i was talking to shane drew and he said that mc's been a big help um he's riding well obviously he's not at your level but uh your stuff isn't that far off from the stuff that that mc helped develop so that's really cool to see that sort of uh come around i think jeremy you know jeremy's been around and I think with age you get a little smarter and you understand you know like all the different teams that you've rode for and jeremy's you know, had his fair share of riding for different teams as well. So 
you just kind of, I think your your knowledge and your 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 mind's a little more open, and you just, I think you can develop a race bike a little, a little, you know, quicker and easier, and mm-hmm. give a little better feedback. And you know, from from the small amount of time that I've spent testing with these guys, you know, they have a lot of disposal, and they can, uh, you know, tweak tweak on a lot of things, um, yeah. almost too many things if you're if you're really not sure on what you really want. And I think Jeremy helps in that area. You know, like a lot of the, the younger kids, you know, say if it's JG or, or Trey, I, I don't necessarily think that they know what they want at this point in their career. Right. You know, they're just kind of kind of twisting the throttle. So yeah. it's good. I'm excited, man. I've never, never started out an outdoor season in, in any country, any outdoor in my whole career. So um, to start this strong, it's, it's nice. And they've got a weekend off and, um, I don't know. I wish we were racing still. So. Yeah, really. So you weren't even this good when you and Burner were, were four-stroke racing in the grass tracks in in Aussie. <laughs> nah, never. I don't even think I've won a first round before. So hmm. to uh, you know, to win the first. Actually, I have. I won last year's first round. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Never, you know, never gone any further than that. Outdoors has always been a struggle for me. So um, um yeah, it's been good. You know, I'm kind of. I'm not quite on Villapoto and Dungey's pace yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> well, I, I got to say, yeah, you're surprising the hell out of me, man. I, I knew you'd be good, but I didn't think you'd be this good this early. And uh, and same, Kenny said the same thing. Are you going to talk to Kenny, Chad, or are you guys fighting? Wow, Kenny's there. Stop that. Yeah, he wasn't there last time you were on. That's right. What? Last time Reed was on was your walkout show. It almost happened again. <laughs> what up, buddy? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Big weekend here, dude. Big weekend. Big weekend. It sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. I've been playing babysitter all day. Yeah, I so, know. Uh, I've been playing phone yeah. tag with Carrie just waiting for the I felt like I thing. was a pretty good husband tonight, actually. I, I took care of the kid all day and let her have some fun. Yeah, it's uh, been playing phone tag with Hart back and forth waiting for the call about the baby dropping. So. Oh, is it? I got, a cigar. I got a cigar in my pocket waiting for him to hit me up, so I'm going to... Smoke is, a cigar and take a picture of me, and then go puke. <laughs> is yeah, it, is go, it any time? go puke. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, reader, what, what was what was the deal in practice? You hit that wall pretty gnarly, huh? Was that the, like the, the first practice was easy? Like it was so easy. Mm-hmm. I can't, I wish they had a, just kept it like that because it was really simple and it flowed well. Every everybody would have done it really easy, and uh, um, and then they thought it was a bright idea to you know steepen it up so that we wouldn't do it. And then oh, I didn't know that they fixed it. They or they didn't fix well, it. The, but they, yeah. yeah, the second practice, they uh, you know they didn't want us jumping in. They wanted to slow us down. Um, and I just I hate wall jumps. I'm not a fan. I just think it's the stupidest thing. Right. And clearly, whoever builds them has never raced a dirt bike ever in their life. So they think it's cool. Um, <laughs> I think it was so, the same guy then, that built the And then the this one's sand. So then it's like you roll over it. So then you just get blasted by the dude in front of you, and it's just. It's just not fun. You think and, it was the same um, dude that built the so, Yeah, I was pretty much trying to do everything possible to to jump over it or jump off of it or, or something like that. And then the mm-hmm. second one, they they steepened it up, and I, and they're like, oh, you know, like be careful. You guys are not allowed to jump. We don't want you to jump it. So you know, here I am thinking, well, screw you guys. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna launch that thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I hit the thing, and like almost actually, I hurt my thumb a little bit actually. And, uh, yeah, I just launched it. It was pretty scary. We have it on video, Joel's video, and it was pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah, it, it was. It was It was pretty big, standing, standing uh, uh, you know, a little ways away. Um, hey, I know I've talked to you about this before, but just um, for people who are new to it, what, how, much, how much better or how much does that factory Honda bike help? Uh, um, you know, obviously you were super fast on the Pro Circuit machine, but it's just the little things huh, that the factory bike does that uh, – 
makes it good? The biggest thing that it does is, um, you know, when I when my PC back, it just had kit suspension, you know, and, and it was awesome. Like, I wouldn't say that it wasn't really lacking anything, but just, you know, like, it, when you want work on areas that, that really only we can get to that area anyway, there's no, you know, there's probably five guys right now, six guys that can, you know, currently could benefit from something they have available. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I, you know, I at times wanted, you know, a few little things here and there. And, and in any motorcycle or any racing, it's like, you, you want both, you know, like you want it stiff, but you want it soft, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I want it stiff as hell, but it's soft. <laughs> and then with kit suspension, it's a little more difficult to do that and achieve that with the fact Absolutely, and also to the guys, uh, Shane Drew, Bentley, they're over there. <clears throat> Excuse me, they're over at your truck quite a bit, always checking in on you, always making sure everything's good. It's not that the pro circuit guys didn't, but uh, they're more there just for you, which has to be nice. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm their guy. You know, like right. uh, none of the current guys are there. You know, K-Dub's, K-Dub's racing. He's not in it for the long haul. Um, so you know, so for now, right now, you know, Honda's priority and and everything they do, and you know, they're they're treating like one of their own. So, right. um, you know, and there was a little bit of talk about me actually going under their truck, but yeah, um, but I just you know, for my sponsors and everybody that made it happen for me, I mean, I, I couldn't do it to them, you know, I yeah. couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it to Bahrain and all those guys. So, um, so yeah, I was lucky that they were kind enough to allow me to stay under my truck and mm-hmm. my grass. To, you know, kind of do that. So, yeah, we're going for it. Yeah. I mean, uh, just, I think the championships are going to get time. So, your uh, um, your phone's so, bre- your phone's breaking uh, up a little bit. There. I'm looking forward to it. Your phone is breaking up. Did you move or something? Did oh, you... no. Oh, I don't know. Um, you got uh, me now. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're cool. better. You're better now. You sound like a robot there for a little bit. Um, the uh, do you like Freestone? Do you like the track? Do you like the heat? I mean, is it a fun race? I got a feeling like. Nothing against those guys. It just nobody says like, man, I really love Freestone. I just love that national. It kind of seems a little like one of those races you guys just all kind of put up with, huh? Yeah, I think everyone. And, and I didn't think it was really the heat because I didn't think it was that hot this year. Um, right. And then you know, living in Florida, you don't really, you know you don't notice it as much. I think Bud's Creek is probably one of the hottest races we go to as mm-hmm. far as like humidity and sucking it out of you. Um, but I think, I don't know, it's just, for me, I think that they, uh, you know, I think they're one of the only tracks that, that really heavily weigh on, uh, you know, water truck watering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they they do that, it seems like they, it's always like the middle of the racetrack. It's the racetrack that everybody always cheats. I mean, everybody's cutting the track. Yeah. This year was probably the best. They put it, you know, they they marked it a lot this year, so yeah. there really wasn't any cheating lines this, this year. But, um 
in the pastures. And, and the main reason why it does that, you know, we always normally start in the middle of the racetrack and then start moving, you know, to the left or to the right. Mm-hmm. But this track, it's always so wet and so muddy in the middle and so deep in the middle that we always just ride the, you know, we ride the side of the track and then we run out of racetrack and then it seems like everyone just starts pushing yeah. the limit, pushing the limit. Next uh-huh. minute we're on side, you know, inside of those yellow things and, you know, out on the, on the, in the dry, dusty stuff, which is, you know, better than riding in the middle of the racetrack where it's all mud. So yeah. I, I just think that they need to be a little bit better on their, on their preparation. I mean, I think that they, they have some of the best dirt that, that, out of any national, I mean, when you look at the start straightaway, it's all natural. Yeah, you know, there like theirs, and it's so deep, and like yeah, I think it would be, it would get real ruddy and, and get real rough. Um, but then they just follow suit with the rest of the nationals, and it's like we race twelve nationals a year all over the country, and every one, every one of them is deep fans. So I know. It's stupid. No, I was actually going to ask you about that. I, I don't like it. They they seem to dump a little extra. Uh, this year at Freestone, I'm not sure what the point is. I don't know if you ever seen any of those old videos. Hangtown's hard pack, and uh, you know I don't know what the deal. Like now it's sand, and Red Bud used to be hard pack, and now it's got whoops and sand whoops like Southwick, and I don't know. I just don't like it as much. Like when you race in Europe and the GPS, it was different surfaces every week. Do you think that's the reason? Because a lot of the, like, for instance, Red Bud has been racing for a long time. Hangtown's been going for a long time. Can you got, yeah, I think, what are you doing? I don't know. Just, yeah, like when I raced in Europe, it's like, you know, when you went to Belgium or Holland, you knew you were going to get deep sand. You know, you right. go to south of France, you knew you were going to get rock hard, you know, side dusty, blue groove, you know, same as, you know, you go to Italy, you're going to get a bit of, you know, get ruddy, you're going to water it really bad. You know, you're ruddy right. and rough. Do you think they have to do that, though, to the tracks, Chad? Because they they get so burned out and smoked that they have to bring sand in. They, they only disc it so much. I mean, I remember going, like, to Unadilla and Binghamton, and they would, like, after years and years of riding the track, they would have to bring that rock sifter in and get the rocks out of it. But, I yeah. I mean, I I, th- I mean, by no means, I, I know what a, a, a good track, you know, between a bad track. I think, you know, watching and doing what I do. But I thought, like, personally... Binghamton, when they'd bring in the sawdust and stuff like that, I thought that track was decent. I thought that track was good. And for to leave that to go to Texas, I was kind of scratching my head. I was kind of like, okay, whatever. I'd never even been to that track in Texas. So, I mean, yeah. I would rather yeah. go see. I, I, it reminds yeah. me of Troy, Ohio for some reason. It just seems flat. There's no eleva- elevation changes. And it's just like, that's the way I look at it. Do you think there's any comparison to that to Texas and Troy? At all, or it's a little, yeah, it's a little bit like Troy. You know how it's flat and, and a lot of man-made jumps. Um, mm-hmm. It's fast. You know, it's kind of fast and flowing. Where where Troy was obviously really super crusty and tight. Uh, what uh, what great dirt! I thought you know, like I enjoyed the dirt at, at Troy. What are your favorite tracks? Are Bud's Creek, Red Bud, a couple of your favorite ones? I would say Bud. Um, uh, uh, I, I enjoy this. It's not like I'm hating on it. I think that it just becomes so continuous, just same track, you know, week after week. And, and like, like Red Bud, I think, Red Bud, the least amount of effort that they put into it, I think it actually turns out to be a better racetrack. I think, right. you know, like they put that wood chip on there, and I just, I just hate when they put wood chip on there. I think, uh, yeah. um, I think what was it was uh, at the first race at Hangtown, they used those rice holes or whatever it is. Yeah, um, I don't and, know and that was—I mean, that was—that was the best I've ever seen. What? Uh, 
Hangtown. I mean, for for I think most of the riders are not necessarily fans of Hank, you know, Hangtown, and I think it was probably the best that I've ever raced Hangtown. Yeah. What, what your phone broke up right when you said the very first track. What What were you saying? I was talking about Hangtown. How they put those no before then when I first asked you, you said I like, and it went totally <laughs> away. Was it Butts um, Creek, Red Bud? Oh my track! Oh Butts Creek! Oh Butts Creek! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that your favorite? Is that your favorite? Millville. Millville. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Millville's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I like Millville. Uh, hey, let's take a call here. Nash, you there? Gentlemen. Yeah, hey. Gentlemen. What's going on, gentlemen? What's hey, up? You, you got a question for Chad Hey, Reed? Chad. Yeah. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. First of all, my first question right out of the gate, how are you getting out of watching The Bachelor? Because I'm going to get roped in as soon as I hang up this phone. Yeah, I didn't even know The Bachelor was on, actually, so... Uh, I think uh, Ella's not a big fan of her, so I think that we, I might get out of it this season. Very cool. I'm trying to duck the same bullet. My my serious question is, uh, you you mentioned in something that I read that you uh, training with somebody or training somebody different, uh, whether the that's an accurate statement or not, is incidental. Uh, just comparing two years ago to now, what are you doing differently in regards to your training program? Because you're doing, obviously, phenomenally well. And, uh, when you say two years ago, you mean in '09 when I was winning outdoors? No, meaning it, it, meaning where you were probably even three years ago or prior to that. To yeah, I think uh, my new trainer. I think more than anything with the trainer, you know, like I think ninety nine percent of them are useless. I think uh, you just have to. I think you have to be on the same page as your trainer. You know, like I, I, I just feel like. Uh, for me, uh, like my trainer and I, like the questions that I'm ready to ask him, I, I feel like he can answer them. You know, the the way that I want them answered, I guess, and, and it makes sense to me. Um, so I, I think I feel that me and my trainer we can communicate really well. Um, so therefore, we're, we're achieving moving forward, and, and and I think we have trust in each other. He trusts when I'm, you know, letting him know that that's that's an, you know enough's enough and. When I'm asking, let's get after it, then he's willing to, you know, push me to the next level. So, um, I think, you know, that's that's probably the biggest thing. I, I wouldn't say that I'm doing more or less or anything a whole lot different. Um, I just think that we communicate really well, and I think we're, you know, putting good plans in place to stay strong. Do you bicycle? Hi. Yeah, I do. Mountain bike. I've been mountain biking a lot, mountain actually. Bike? Yeah. I'm burnt on road bikes. I'm so over road biking. Um, yeah, because you never... Like you never tweet out on the road bike or out on the bicycle or anything. Yeah, right? but I mean, I, I really don't tweet training anyway. I mean, yeah. Like I just like for me, like I, I don't I don't share that with people. I mean, like you know, like everybody, you know, whether it's Trans World Racer X or the Great Outdoor Show or, or anything, you know, like they always want to know. You know, like I watch those things and you see Dungey in the gym, Dungey on the bicycle, and all that kind of stuff, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just. I don't know. That that's not a part of me that I'm willing to share with the public. You know, right. I just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all 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 I need to know is I show up and <laughs> I can go the distance. You know, I just don't. And it's not that I'm doing anything. You know, that no one else is doing. It's just right for me. Like I just I just do my deal. You know, no, I don't like people around and and you know, video and that and right. whatever. So hey Nash, I you know what? Stuff on that stuff. Hey Nash, I think yeah. I think what you're trying to hit at too is Chad's conditioning. I think a lot of people don't really realize what Chad went through last year. A lot of people were doubting him and saying he was a quitter and he he. But you know he the, these guys know like 
you know, uh, you know, they know their bodies. They know if something is wrong. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I hate to bring this up, but like Ivan, Ivan had uh, something going on for like two years and he was training and training and training and he always was tired and he got really bad arm pumped and he's like, there's something wrong with me. You know, he didn't, he, and he tried to work through it, but then he got diagnosed with what's the opposite of, of, um, the deal with the blood sugar. What's the opposite of you is me. Oh, I- Hypoglycemic. Yeah, but he was the opposite. Yeah. So he he finally got diagnosed with what it, whatever his problem was and figured it out and helped mm-hmm. him. Like Chad had some stuff going on personally, you know, physically, and he knew he knew something wrong was wrong with his body, and he didn't want to go out there and 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 ride like that. So he just said, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself and figure it out and move forward. Well, a lot of people saying, oh, he's training harder. Oh, he's doing this. No. I don't think that yeah, he's doing anything. Year, I don't think that's he's probably the main thing. Just well, you know, like I've I, I been through a full supercross season, and you know, like you gotta, you know, like I look at Villapoto right now. He's kind of, you know, it seems like he's sick, and so he's got some things going on, and you know, that's his first ever full, you know, seventeen race, you know, supercross season, and it was, you know, he went through a lot of ups and downs, like all of us, and I just think that 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 just it just fries you, you know, just you just toast, and I think. uh you know, I've been fortunate to, you know, be be through quite a few of those long seasons, and I know what it takes. And, um, you know, so I, I just, I think the season, you know, the outdoor season is going to get, you know, pretty, pretty crazy here in a couple of weeks. I think, uh, you know, I think the two Ryans are going to, going to be tough guys to beat. So, mm-hmm. you know, I need to stay on my game and keep keep doing what we're doing. What they should have done, the Great Outdoors should have filmed you Vegas after the race, like those couple of days, and then been like... Yeah, hey. I would let pe- yeah, I would let people <laughs> in on that. You know, like, dude, I'll show, show people a good time. <laughs> They're like, Excellent. Well, hey, all right, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. But, uh, but anyway, Matt, cut your short here and get back in and eat yeah. some dinner and hang yep. out really. But uh, thanks for having me on. And Yeah, no, we'll thank, thank you weeks. for taking the time for doing it, bud. Appreciate it. Always a good time. Uh, great, fantastic start to the season. And, uh, yeah, we will see you at High Point for sure. Uh, thanks, bud. Hey, thanks. See you later, Kenny. Later. Later. All right, that's Chad Reed, everybody. Team 2-2 Motorsports, Chad Reed, the winner of the first two nationals. We didn't get to all your questions, obviously, and uh, it's his wife's birthday, so let's cut up some slack. Never. Never? No slack, Reed. Get uh, up back. No, Chad's a good I, I dude. I find it interesting that he says he doesn't like people to see that kind of stuff, and, and but he's he's got a point like the other guys all show it. They're all like, hey, I'm a badass. And I'm not coming down on everybody. Dude, you but. have to, at that level, you have to train. And you have to do it. What, what's the difference? They show Chad Reed training. They show Dungey training. They show Villap. They all do the same stuff. They all work hard. Yeah. So what's the difference? I mean, Chad just isn't – I mean, I think it's kind of a head game where he just wants them to think, hey, is he ready? Is he in shape? <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Right. And, dude, Chad just lines up in races. That's just, that's just what he does. Do you he's, know, he's do definitely you- not as ripped, like, as he once was. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying he's working less, but he's changed something. He's not as ripped as he once was, but obviously he's in great shape, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Well, if people, if anyone knew about being ripped, it would be you. <laughs> you What's that got to do with anything? <laughs> because only you would talk about a guy being ripped. Well, I was on his team for three years. So you used to look at him when he took his shirt Oof. off and you'd go, God, Chad's ripped. Timmy, Timmy, did you notice that Chad's ripped? Whatever, dude. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, dude. Yeah, exactly. Hey, do you know who Reedy's trainer is? He he never seems no, to want to volunteer that really information. It's a platinum I, I fitness. I know, I know who he platinum is. Platinum fitness or something. 
I know who it is, but you know what? If he wanted people to know, he would say it. Oh, uh, I know something you don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying that. Watson. I'm not saying I that. I know something you don't uh, know. dear. Um, oh, I'm just saying, Kenny. Hey, you know who we haven't gave a shout-out to tonight? No. No. Our servicemen and women that, that fight it's for our country. Memorial they, it's yeah. Memorial Day. Give us our yeah. freedom. And I want to give a shout-out to, to them all and say thank you very much. Without you guys – you know, doing what you do for our country, we wouldn't have live in this great place and freedom of speech and be able to do a show like this and speak our minds and do what we got to do. These and callers don't run. Thank you, guys. Thank you, men and women from the service, to give us what we have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I mean that. Steve. Steve's Canadian, so he can give a rat's ass. I'm in. The, hey, what did you do to be born to come to this country? Nothing. You popped out of your mom. I spent like ten grand to be in your country. Good. I, I want to be here. They so should have charged you twenty. <laughs> I want to be here so bad. I'd pay, I'd pay money to be yep. here. So, and if you didn't marry Pookie, you'd still be a. Yeah, no, I know. Hey, um, you want to talk about our Paul Pomac show essays? You want to go to commercial, or do you want to talk about the lights class? I I don't really care. All three of them don't do anything for me. Does this show not do anything for you either? Not really. Not tonight. I'm over it. Why? I don't What's know. Wrong? I just not into it. You're not into the show? I mean, I'm into it, but I'm not into it. It's nothing. I mean, having chat on was cool, but talking about the essay, I really can give a rat's ass. I'll worry about that when the winner's sitting next to me. Yeah, the dude's going to be sitting next to you. That's, that's how, do you, how do you know it's a dude? It could be a chick. No, we narrowed it down to three dudes. See, I would have picked a chick just to pick a chick. There were a few There were a few chicks who uh, entered. Were there? I, I don't think any of their essays were. Obviously, they weren't good enough to make the top three. Stupendous. But yeah, there, there was a few of them. Um, Tits, how are you doing with your, with your Twitter drama? Uh, what drama? You unfollowed a close friend of ours. Someone unfollowed you. Uh, no. I know Twitter to you is very important. Swisscore as well. I, you know, I'm, I'm just getting through. Just putting my head down like Dungey and uh, giving you know, it to your team. W- working at ha- working hard and just you know trying to make the best of it. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear it, Tits. Glad uh, to hear it. Hey, okay. So what do we what we did is we we had a little contest. 500-word essay on why you should be on the Pulp Mech show. What we did was uh, we took all our essays. We're going to award you, thanks to Kenny, two tickets to Vegas. Um, hey, hotel. we got problems here. This thing just ran out of juice. <laughs> this is the most important part of the show. It's the most important part of the show. When I can't read the chat room, what people are saying to me, that go kill myself. I need uh, to know. Talk about people. a momentum killer. Well, dude, we're talking about the lame essay. Hey, it's not lame to the fans. It's amazing. How, how many people? Much, how many people? We had over eighty entrants. Entrances. Entrance. Entrance. People who entered the. the it's called entries. No, there were entrants. Like the entrant is the person who entered into the thing. No, that, then it would be entered. Eighty people entered the contest. And then we had 80 entries. Whatever. Steve, help me out. Oh, now he's now he's flustered. No, something's really wrong with his computer. Uh, I know, dude. We have problems. I think it's because it's a PC. Oh, listen to our IT guy over mm-hmm. here. Hey, let's take this call right now when you're jacking with that thing. Hey, what's up? You're on the Pulp Show. Is it me? This is you, bud. What's going on? Steve, Steve there? Steve is uh, jacking with the. Steve's working on the the, computer. You're talking to the other guy without me. I'm here. I can hear you. I can hear you. 
You don't need to talk. Steve, Did it's you John from Baltimore. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How's things on the home front? You get in trouble today with, with Pook Pook? No, because she came back and said that she slept with a bunch of riders, so it's all good. Uh, <laughs> haven't you learned that you know you can't blast that stuff out there on Twitter for your wife? Oh, I know. We're, you know, my wife and I have a great relationship, unlike Tits or Kenny or anybody else. We have a fantastic relationship with, with, with each other, so we bust each other's uh, vagina and balls all the time. Thank God. I, I was really worried that I, I disturbed your marriage. No, she she's a cool chick. She can... She can hang with with the best of of the dudes. So. I could I I could uh, what's the word? Verify. I'm, I can verify. I didn't want to say verify, but I could. Oh, I could, like like you like she slept with you? Like you? No, I can no, verify no, she slept no, with no, a lot of dudes. No, 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 I know. no I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I would never go there with her like that. Like to even say that about her, I got too much respect for her. But okay, she's definitely. I, I say I will verify. She's a, definitely a. A, a really, really cool chick, and I am mind-boggled on a daily base, basis how you pulled that. I really Factory don't. dong. He, he, I must, he must be hung like a... He must be... Uh, he must be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's so massive, he does not need to keep a picture of it on his cell phone. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do you still have that picture of your dong on your phone? I took a new one today, matter of fact. <laughs> disgusting. Which magazine did you get it out of? Uh, no, nah, nah, matter of fact, yeah, no, I didn't do that. I didn't take it hey, out what, of the magazine. what's up, man? You got a question or anything? Or? Well, I had a question for Reed, but uh, oh, yeah. it's not working, so at this point I'm just... Wow. Doing what Nash is doing and hiding out from The Bachelor. So. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, um, his uh, his wife's birthday was today, so, you know. Yeah, it's okay. Well, really, uh, maybe you can speculate. I was going to ask him, since he's so happy with his factory Honda and he only lost the Supercross title by a few points, do you think he might feel like if they would have gave him that extra support, um, that might have been what he good, needed to get those extra points, question. maybe? What do you think, Kenny? Ah, dude, he did fine. I think, I think a, a factory bike in Supercross – I think you could build PC bike is pretty close. I think the outdoor, the suspension is definitely a bigger advantage outdoors than it is indoors. Personally, that's what I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think Chad, you know, just like all three of those guys, they all had their chance, and you know, they have had they had bad things happen. But I think I don't think Chad would change anything if he. I mean, he did everything that he needed to do to put himself in the right position. And do you he, think, do you think he's making like much salary? I wonder. I wonder about that. No. No gear money. Like gear money's his, and maybe that's it. I, I think. I think. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know his his finance. I wonder that. Like, how much is? I. I. I, I know that. Uh, I think he'll probably break even, and I think maybe. I don't. I don't know. I. I can't say. I don't know. Yeah. How's he going to come away with with uh, hiring a guy like Dungey, like the rumors are, with you know, with the sponsors he's got? He's going to have to come up with with something else. Well, don't you did think? you did you hear what I said last week? What what's going to probably happen is from Chad's team to Hart and Huntington's team to JGR's team to all these different teams that are satellite teams. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be owned by Two Two Racing, and I think that there's going to have to be a sponsor outside the box that comes up just to sponsor Dungey's program it'll be a different semi and let's say it's free to lay and chad's sponsored by you know sony or something like that they're gonna be two different you know same team just like nascar you know like you know jgr sponsored by home depot and then they're sponsored by fedex you know but at the end of the day they still use the same race shop they still do all that stuff but i think that's what's going to have to happen for for that to happen i don't think ryan dungy and chad reed will ride under the same tent no i yeah. don't think that'll happen right and 
<clears throat> you know, Chad will say, hey, Duns, you got to bring your, you know, whatever you bring to the table is cool. Like, it's 2-2 Motorsports. We don't have another Bellray, but if you have a target that wants to step up. See, I don't think – I don't think – No? I think what – no, I don't think that will happen. I think that Dungy holds his sponsors and will take Target, Nike, Fox. That's what I'm saying. All his guys. No, that's I'm, his money. I'm saying that. That's what I'm saying. But he that, but that money wouldn't go towards the team. I'm that not be, saying that is. That I'm would saying be – he would have to get a salary. He would get You're a, not kidding me. All right, Steve. <laughs> tell me how it's going to work no, then. No, I just – I said – I'm telling you Chad right now. Chad is going to tell him, dude – you you got to fund your deal sort of with your own sponsor. And it can happen. Dungy ain't going to take less money to go ride. He ain't going to uh, he ain't going to take Target money, Nike no, money, no, no. Fox Somebody money. Else, yeah. That's going to go into his right, pocket. Right. Okay, if Okay, I understand. I apologize. I can see where the confusion comes from. I'm saying another sponsor, another big he, one. Dude, he, Brian Dungy is not a team owner. He's a rider. And Chad Reed is being wearing two hats where he's the owner of the program. So Chad so do, and, and do they Steve, have another Bell Ray in them? I don't I don't know. I don't know what they have in them. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even know if, if what if I don't even know what their deal is with Dungy. I'm not saying like you're the right. one that told me that they're talking to Dungy. I had no clue. No, you told me that. No, I didn't. Oh wait, no, JT. It was, it was uh, JT. Wygan or no, JT. JT said I didn't tell you that. I have no idea. I don't know what yeah. their what yeah. their program is. But you know what? If anyone can pull it off, Steve Astovin and WMG can pull it off, and Chad Reed. I mean, I I think if the way this sport has grown in the last year with the best Supercross series that they're claiming, and with Chad out dominating outdoors. Riding up front, getting on TV all the time. Yeah. If there's people out there and this economy is going to turn around and have money to spend in this sport, there's no better program to go after to have a winning guy up front well, to do 2-2 motorsports. And, and I could be wrong. I'm well, not, maybe H&H, I'm not on, but I'm, I don't know. I'm not on the inner circle. I could be wrong, but it seems to me that the 22 is killing those guys with PR stuff. Dunge, Stewart. Well, that's a you, you got to take your hat off to WMG because they Villapoto. do all they do all their stuff, dude. Chad Reed, two two motorsports. It's his b- wife's birthday, and he did this janky radio show, dude. He's because you know what? He has passion. He's he's also a guy that gives back to the sport. No, but obviously. I'm saying if you're a sponsor, you're like, hey, I, I I don't want the guy that's a recluse. I don't want the guy that has nothing that interesting to saying. I want that guy. People love him. He's a veteran. He's winning. I want that guy. Hey, you right? go you go to Ron John's surf shop in Florida now, and they carry two two motorsports oh, yeah? hats and t-shirts. Really? I mean, they're selling cool. that stuff off the racks. Cool. And I guarantee you, in Australia, it's killing it. Yeah. So I think that Chad's doing well. I think he's doing for a first year program. He's doing an awesome job. Right. And everybody on his team is killing it. Even Ozzy, Magnum, even Dave. <laughs> even though it hurts to say, even it did Dave. hurt. Your voice cracked a little bit. <laughs> even Dave. Uh, all right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, Tits and O'Rourke, they need to make up. If, if Pookie and, and uh, Steve can talk about banging other people on Twitter, I think they can bury their yeah. little beef, too. Hey, did you hear what happened with, uh, with O'Rourke? And, well, O'Rourke's uh, on the line. Dude, dude okay, let's he, get O'Rourke on the line. He is, Tits is on, on his way out of the Dream Team. He is close to what? getting clipped off. The, <laughs> did you hear that? I, I did not hear uh, that, no. All right, that's, let's, that's, that's big deal. All right, see you guys. Thanks, thanks. bud. O'Rourke. Good evening, gentlemen. Was there tension there with um, Tits when he, you called and he answered the phone? I had to had to ring back a couple of times. He kept hanging up on me. But kept... no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was cool. He's all right. All right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Um, hey, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. You he missed... is, uh, Kenny is right. I am slowly creeping my way into that secretive dream team. 
and uh, and once the bills are ripened, Kenny will be joining. Kenny, no, Kenny's no, a big would, dream team guy. I would never be <laughs> a, a, affiliated with a bunch of freaking people like that. Hey, you don't you don't talk about us like that. <laughs> That's a super fan, and I'm not a super fan at all. Dave Castillo. He's uh, in the dream team. He's probably the president, knowing him. He's the founder. Big Wave Dave. <laughs> uh, O'Rourke, you missed Reedy. I know you're probably waiting. Yeah, on. I know. I, I'm, I heard part of it um, at work today, so it's a bit hard to catch it. But um, I'm glad to see all this 2-2 talk. And uh, and Kenny's right. The merchandise in Australia is uh, is killing it right now. There's oh. every, like I'm a, I'm a sales rep. I go to bike shops every day, and, and every shop's got Reed hats, Reed shirts, Reed jumpers. But co- correct Sorry, me sweat, if I... Sweat what's a jumper? Yeah, what's a jumper, dude? Sweat, sweatshirt, sweatshirt is your terminology. A jumper is the thing with the with the square in the back, so you can still poop while wearing them. <laughs> you said a sweatshirt. <laughs> those those are footy pajamas. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a jump sweeper. But O'Rourke, correct me if I'm wrong. The the media in Australia at one point waged a little war with Chad a few years back, and there were some Aussies that weren't fans of him, right? Or am I just crazy? No, I don't think so. I've never seen anything negative about him. I don't think he's got anywhere near the coverage that that guy deserves. Like, right. I mean, we, we get, you know, women's golfers and, you know, uh, say badminton players that get coverage. Yeah, Chad Reed wins the World like a Supercross Championship or, you know, first two rounds of the AMA Motocross and, and barely gets a mention. Um, right. Although, although they do the mention and they, they've got a picture of him riding a Monster Energy Kawasaki or, or a, um, you know, just... He just still doesn't get the respect he deserves in the media over here. He's doing a really good job. He's got a, a company called Fluid PR that do a lot of his PR work in Australia. They're yeah, associated with WMG. Yeah, I met that guy. He's, and, um, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Pops and and he does there. a really good job, but I think sometimes the Australian media is, is pretty ignorant of how good Chad is and, and how, how much he's done for our sport and opened so many doors for yeah. you know, 10, 20, 30 other riders. Just like Timmy. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, uh, what else? The other thing, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys, I I, um, I was listening to Team uh, XS last week, and and uh, Isaac did an interview with. Sorry, Kenny, I didn't mean to offend you by doing that, but uh, Isaac did an interview with Stuart and uh, with with Bailey, and Bailey. I thought Bailey made a really good point about Stuart that he's he may have lost his passion for racing, Shit, and he's had that experience of bikes, I mean, jet skis and cars and girls and all this sort of stuff, and maybe, maybe you know, he's, he's done a bit of a, I don't know, like a, a Bradshaw or a, or a Lachine or something like that, where they experience a good life outside of motorcycle racing. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, hard to know that guy. It's hard to read him, you know. I, I've mm. certainly done my fair share of interviews with him, and, and he's great, And uh, but then I hear other things that he's... You know, not that happy about things, and I, I don't know. I don't think so, though, man. I mean, that that he he loves to ride. Look at him. I, I think he loves to ride. I don't think he loves all the bullshit that he's getting right now. But I mean, I don't know. He seems really happy when he wins, and like he's you know he's not like going through the motions. Well, you need to think about what you I just said. That guy you, out. you just think about what you just said about him not having passion, and he doesn't want it. Guy ain't gonna be on the podium and just lose his marbles and ball and cry if he didn't have passion. You know what I mean? I think he he works hard, and I think he's just struggling right now in his career. I mean, and I think he's just struggling with bike setup. I think he's kind of frustrated. He had like a 
a midseason blow up with his team and, you know, the yeah. guy that did – I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough. You're not talking about – he's not talking about going down to Ocala and race on the weekends. He's racing against the best riders in the world. Right. So I think he needs to be on his game. I think, you know, he has the right people in his corner. And, hey, maybe this summer he takes off. He's healthy. He rides and gets back to where he needs to be. But before, Do you think there's any way he makes a Nationals? He says, I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. Either. I don't think so. I don't think he I, should. I found, I found strange a lot of his tweets this week and last week about sort of the, you don't know what I've been going through, sort of tweets and, <laughs> and things like that. Like, I don't understand what he's trying to get to. Like, he needs to just come out like Reedy and just say it. Just say what you want to say. Stop, you know, shrouding it in secrecy and, and not and not telling your fans what they want to hear, you know? Yeah, he's definitely, he's got a ways to go with the PR stuff. Uh, he's opposite He's like Dungey, but not, but an opposite of Dungey. They're both, they're both not, I feel, where they should be in terms of being, you know, working with the media and to working with the fans. I feel like Stewart, yeah, I just don't think he's there. Although when I do podcasts with him, he's great, but I just, it's just, it's a weird deal. So, I don't know. All right, O'Rourke, we're going gonna to cut out for commercials. No, problem. just one quick question for Kenny. Did he, uh, I saw the picture of the, the chick with the massive cans. How, how did that go down for him? Uh, it didn't go down. It was just some random girl that looked really, really stupid because she had the biggest rack I've ever seen in my life, and it was so obnoxious. She was not good looking. She was just absolutely retarded looking, and it was like one of those deals where, hey, you know, she, it, it's a long story, but no, nothing happened. Believe me. And when it I was say a this. classic. It, it put a lot of smile on a lot of people's faces. It was a funny. Yeah, story. it was just funny. It was, it was funny. It, it was no big deal. All right, O'Rourke, thanks for calling. Are you? Do you want me to put you on hold so you can you and Tits can make up? No, nah, me and Tits are cool. We we uh, I don't think we've got any we got we got any beef together. We're sweet. No beef. Okay. Right. But then again, he hasn't said that, so maybe not. Yeah, he's sitting there in stone silence right now. So clearly, mm. he must he still have beef. You still How's have beef with Tiki? O'Rourke? Is that, are the picky and him okay? No, no, I don't think so. There's lots of lots oh, of Twitter okay. drama. Lots of drama right now in Twitterland. Oh shit. I never thought I'd be involved in something Dude, like that. Dude, I can't believe we're wasting our time even talking about this. Later. Uh, I'm, with later. I'm with you, Kenny. All right, See buddy. Take care, buddy. Right, guys. Bye. All right, that's O'Rourke calling from all the way from Australia. Hey, we're going to take a uh, semi-quick commercial break, and then we'll be coming back with uh, privateer hero Matt Lemoyne on the Pulp MX Show, brought to you by PTO Sports. What? The SA Contest. You said you were going to do it. Yeah, and we'll come back with the SA Contest. All right, God. Don't you got some burritos to make or something? Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799.
Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the Rockstar Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sleeker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Pollen, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey, everybody. I just want to take a time out to talk about uh, one of the newest sponsors on the show, and that's uh, Vivint Alarms. Uh, I'm here with my wife, uh, Pookie. Pookie, um, how do you feel about the new alarm system we got? I'm digging it. Do you feel safer at home? Yes, I definitely feel safer when I'm sleeping home alone because you've left me yet again. Yeah, I know, guys. If you're worried about your bikes, your gear, your tools, or maybe your wife, uh, don't worry about that. The perfect solution is a company called Vivint Alarms. Vivint is one of the largest security and home automation companies in North America, and their products are cool. When I leave for an event, I can lock and unlock my house from my phone. I can check in on my gear using the video cameras and live video feed. It's uh, it's pretty sweet, huh, honey? Yeah, it's cool to um, use the camera during the day and watch you when you're sitting at home on the couch working. Yeah, I bet that's awesome. Yeah, me and my friend Susan spy on you all the time at work. And uh, seeing as we have four precious dogs, and uh, they don't, they're probably not able to fight off any criminals that come in. Yeah, they're not saving me from anything. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, guys, if you want to check it out, the best part is it's super affordable and it's super cool. Uh, never mind the, uh, the the safety aspect of it. Just the home automation itself is sweet with the with the temperature controls, the locks, the lights, the cameras, so forth. It's uh, normally $198 activation fee, but for Pulp MX listeners, you can get the whole package installed for only 99 bucks up front. If you want to learn more, visit vivent.com forward slash Pulp MX. Vivint.com forward slash Pulp MX. Pookie, you're welcome. Stamp it. 
over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Michael Essie, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Sammy Agar, fifty-one fifty. Hey, let's go to uh, re- let's go to a uh, reader uh, email. Lame, dude, Mathis. If I have to hear you yell, yeah, Van Halen coming at you, <laughs> I will find you the next race I go to and attempt to punch you in the nuts. Just kidding, maybe. And by the way, just because Van Halen has more number one songs with Hagar doesn't make them a better band with him. That's like saying Lady Gaga or Bieber are simply awesome because they sell a lot. Ryan, coming at you, Van Halen, fifty-one fifty. Yeah. 
Uh, great, great band, great disc. Uh, Pulp MX essay show contest. I was getting to that before I was rudely interrupted. And let's get to the show sponsors first for this hour. BTO Sports, nation's leading online motor retailer. These guys have everything you need for your biker body. And yes, they do ship internationally to guys like O'Rourke. Free international shipping for any order over $7.99. Punch in Mathis as a discount code, and uh, you'll save a ton of money. X-Brand Goggles, choice of goggles for Michael Lessie, Chisholm, Tommy Hahn. Defending GNCC champion Josh Strang, who just took the points lead this weekend. They have the line of Gox Adult or Kids Goggles and all the coolest colors out there. Check out thexbrand.com to take a look and place an order. Punch in Xcode2010 for a discount for listening to the show. JGRMX, one of the top teams in the pits with riders like Justin Brayton, David Millsaps, and amateur racing sensation Cooper Webb. Millsaps, strong third overall, second overall this weekend, using JGRMX motor and suspension work. Same mods that they've used uh, all year long, and you can get on your own bike. Check them out at JGRMX.com. They've got the latest crap for your bike. FMF Racing is the pipe of choice for teams like Monster Kawasaki as well as JGRMX. Uh, but uh, they do. They're on there. Uh, <laughs> trust me. Uh, I'm going to have to change this copy. Maybe Star Racing. Star Racing use FMF? Yeah. They do. Um, yeah, but who knows for how much longer? DNA. DNA. <laughs> Supporting the pros to the amateurs. FMF has been there right along and given everyone a power boost along the way. Everything's made in the USA. Check them out at fmfracing.com as well as on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you to our sponsors. So the, the essay contest, uh, we had 80, 90 essays come in, 500 words or less on why they should win a spot to the Vegas trip for two, hotel, car, and uh, a spot on the show to uh, just hang and sit in on show and experience the magic that is Kenny Watson. Out of the 90 essays, I got it down to this number. Well, I got it down to these guys. Rugs. Not yet. Oh, I thought you just forgot. No. Okay, we'll try it again. Go ahead. Redo. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rugs, Epic Matt, Clinton Sylvie, Johnny Smith, Stephen Car- Car- Carless, John Nelson, Nate Davis, McCullough, Jason Rambo, love that last name, and Randy Olson. Those are the 10 guys that I felt were the best. And from there, after an extensive research done with Tits, Swizzcore, Pookie Mathis, a few other trusted people that I know. Not me. Not Kenny. I asked Kenny, but not Kenny. Um, we narrowed that 10 down to three. And we're going to have these three guys <clears throat> on the next show. Kenny, you're going to get to pick because you'll just be talking to them. So you'll pick your favorite from just talking to them. Will you at least participate that much? Not next week. The week after. Their okay. next show. Yeah. Okay. Will you at least do that and say, hey, I like, th- th- I like this guy. Never mind his essay, but I like this guy. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like pulling teeth. So, great. Thank you for everybody for entering. It was really tough to, ch- to choose. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Hey, uh, you know what? Sorry you lost, but buy a T-shirt. Aren't you designing some shirts or something? I am designing my own pulp shirt. I'm not going to – the ones that you have are, are cool, but I think they need to be a little bit more edgy and a little okay. bit – something that you could, like, put on and all wear right. out, not just wear to the dirt bike track. Okay. Because so you, I know that's all you go to the dirt bike track into the airport. So I need some that some people will say, yeah, that thing's sick. The that's dirt bike track in the airport. That's all you go. And, the, and walk around the block with your, with your dogs. That's the only place you go. Really? I'll see you this weekend at the MGM. For the Travis Pastrana Nitro Circus. Okay, but it's... Are we going to hang there? Are we going to hang? No. 
Hey, will your shirts have sleeves? Yes. Oh. And we're going to sell them for you. All the proceeds, 100% of the profits, go to Kenny Watson. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do yet. Oh. We're, we might make it like, hard to get. Hard to get. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make women's shirts like cool like you know wife beaters, make them cool. Oh wow, you're doing all yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Chance ability these ever see the light of day? Uh, I'm no comment. All right, thank you everybody for coming in, and uh, we narrowed it down to three, three semifinalists to win a spot on the Pulp Mech Show. Drum roll, please. You already gave them their names, didn't you? Jason Rambo. Nate Davis and Clinton Sylvie are the three semifinalists. Yeah, you guys, good luck. Jason, guys. Jason, Nate, and Clinton. Where are they all from? I don't even know. I didn't check. Sweet. What, a few guys were like, "Hey, I live in Corona. I'll drive up," but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that. You should have. That guy would have won in my book. The guy in Corona. I don't do. The, I don't work like that. Uh, we're gonna get in touch with with Nate, Jason, and Clinton. Get them get them on the show in a couple weeks. How about they get in touch with us? Because if okay. they're not listening to the show, they don't deserve to win anyway. So screw them. If they're not emailing, going, "Hey, I heard my name," you know, they don't. They, you know, that's the way I feel. All right, okay. You're just not gonna write. All of a sudden, Kenny's jumping in with strong convictions. No, I'm just telling you right. that. They, don't you agree, Tits? I've got a feeling people are gonna try and make fake email accounts to contact us and all sorts of stuff, which obviously. They can't because we have the original email address and everything, but knowing our listeners, it's possible. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to talking to Jason Rambo just so I can – Is that why he made it? Is strictly because of his name? It's very high. Very. <laughs> uh, we're going to put the essays online too, so you guys are going to get to read them. Um, I'm going to just ask Jason Rambo if anything is over, and I want him to be like, nothing is over. So thanks to those – what are you doing? No, I didn't make a mistake. Why? No, beat it. Get out of here. Go get coffee. Don't talk to her like that. Well, I don't need her coming up and saying I made a mistake. Pookie, go make me a grilled cheese. What mistake did I make? What are you talking about? Oh, the quotes guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> See that? Every, every man needs a woman, a good woman in his life. I don't without, know. without Pookie, this guy would be lost. Maybe there's four, everybody. There you guys don't four. even understand the relationship these two people have. When I get here for the for the show, they're downstairs chilling. And then Steve will go, okay, I'm going upstairs for the show. Like, all you have to do is walk upstairs. Your wife's going to know where you're at. He says he has to tell her, hey, uh, it's really crazy what they got going on around here. Tits, can you try to get our next guest, Matt LeMoyne, on the phone? Yes, I will. Thank a you. lot of people... Do you know about Matt LeMoyne's quote I read in a magazine a couple years ago? Uh, what was that? I Let's forget. ask him. I'm the only. I'm a. I'm a white guy in a. No, black, I'm a black I'm, guy. I'm a black guy in a, a white man man's, trapped in a white man's body. There you go. <laughs> Open up with the intro with that. Yeah, Malamoyne. That's right. He did say that. Just say that. See what he says. Yeah. Uh, shit. Aaron, Aaron, you're. I think you're. I think you. You're in too. This Aaron, he took. Check it out, Kenny. He took a quote from every show we've done. His favorite quote from each show. That guy's not a finalist? Well, he I forgot about him. Then you got to throw him in the top four. You yeah, have to. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Everything, like, each, you're not even looking. I'm good. How are you? Can't even read. I can't. <laughs> what a clown show we're doing. Uh, but uh, sorry, Aaron. Aaron, you're going to come on. And uh, 
also coming on the show as well to take your calls and talk to us about his season, Privateer Sensation, Matt Lemoyne. Matt, what's up? Not a lot, man. I'm actually at the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Airport trying to pick somebody up. Oh, really? Wow. Check you out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're really a privateer. You don't fly. You pick people up. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, I don't get picked up. People, I pick people up. Yeah, so. yeah. No, fantastic. Uh, hey, thanks for doing our show. Appreciate it. And uh, Texas went pretty well for you, huh? Not bad? Yeah, you know, uh, I think the the heat actually treated me well, you know, as much, as much as I've been working in it and stuff like that. But everyone was like, oh, man, you should be – you should be ready for the heat and stuff, but it actually hasn't been that hot at all down here. Hey, why don't you quiz me and ask me what this guy got? See if I'm up on what? it. There's no way you, that? you There's no way I, I know what LeMoyne got. What did, what did he get? Seventh. What did you get this weekend, LeMoyne? I got seventh overall. Wow, Kenny, good job. Man. He, he always doubts me. Only Man. reason why, because I, I've been pulling for him all year. Like, right. he, like between, like on my team, we, have, we all pick like a light sky, like a dark horse. Right. I picked LeMoyne. Verlute picked Larson, which he blew chunks on. And uh, Chad Gieb, my other mechanic, picked, uh, what's that kid's name, 245? Lance Vincent. Lance Vincent. Lance Vincent, yeah. But my guy ended up smoking them all, so they could kick rocks. Oh, so now LeMoyne's your guy. Well, he's the guy that I picked, and right, he's, right. he's the guy. Like, I, dude, right. I I've always thought the kid was a good rider, so I said, you know what? Out of all three of those guys that they picked when I was last, I said, all right. I'll, and they're like, oh, dude, there's no way. I said, all right. Now I tell them, suck it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seventh, se- seventh in Texas, and uh, right now you are 13th in the points, so not, not too shabby. And full privateer, man. Uh, nobody ahead of you is on your level as far as privateering it. So, so, dude, did you go to that race in your van? Yeah, we did. We actually went to Hangtown, too. And when we got to Hangtown, I think after first practice, I, was, I came back and I was like, Dad, dude, my bike isn't set up for this place. And he's like, well, he's like, just go out there and do the best you can. And uh, the first moto, I actually tangled up with someone on the first lap and broke my front brake off. So he tried on uh, my mechanic. I came around and he's seen it flapping around. And then uh, he put it on the board. He was like, just try to salvage point. And coming down the hills as rough as that track was, dude, with no front brake, I about died like 50 times. And I wasn't too too stoked on that. And, uh, you know, we left Hangtown pretty bummed out and then uh, had a long drive home. And uh, we came to Texas, and it's more of my style track, obviously. Since I'm from Texas, it kind of got bermy and not that rutted, just rough. And, uh, you know, we got good points, and we got a seventh overall. And... It's pretty funny being pitted across from Pro Circuit and uh, mm-hmm. seeing all the guys looking at me and stuff pretty stupid because we're in a van with a pop-up tent and uh, yeah, you actually actually passed a couple of their guys. So that's gangster. Uh, you know, I was I was pretty pumped on that and everyone over there was sitting in little pools and stuff in their little ice tubs and I was laying on the floor with a towel ready for the second <laughs> moto. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Uh, you've been doing it all year, East Coast Supercross too, and I mean, there's no like, hey, I'm on Rock River, but I'm a privateer. It's your van and an easy up and lawn chairs. Yeah, well, you know what the yeah. crazy thing is? Um, I know that he had a couple of options to go do other things. And, you know, I, I'll say straight out, I, I went and talked to, you know, his dad and some people in his camp. And they were sticking to their guns and saying, hey, we came out, people came out and helped us. 
we're not going to turn our backs on these people that helped us no matter what. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, you had a couple, uh, a really good opportunity, not with me, but with somebody else. And you kind of said, you know, we're going to do our own thing. And that's, I mean, my hat's off to you because, you know what, I kind of, I was like, wow, you must have a lot of confidence in himself and in his equipment. And you know what, you, uh, you, you've done, you've done a good job with what you had to work with, man. I'll give it to you. Yeah. How, how hard has it been, man? Well, the thing is, honestly, is is the people that's honestly stuck behind us the whole time that we've been, even since amateur, you know, Kawasaki's always helped us out. And then uh, we got a few people that stepped in with Moto Terry, with Moto Extreme Kawasaki, and then Moose and Skull Candy. And now we got these uh, liquid fix on board trying to help us get to the races. And, uh, you know, it just, we're not the type of people that's going to sit there and burn bridges and try to kind of screw people over to get to better ourselves. You know, we're trying to better everyone else around us ourselves. So we're not going to, we're going to stick to our guns, you know, and if we say we're going to do something all year long, we're gonna, we're not going to be at the same time, sit there and mm-hmm. uh, be like, well, Hey, we got a better opportunity. So we're going to go do this. And uh, you know, you never want to burn bridges and you know, you, you never know when, Someday you might be like, "Hey, man, you know we need the same help again." So, uh, right? We kind of we we stuck to what we were going to, and we're going to finish the year out with what we have. And no matter what comes our way, and you know what, hopefully next year maybe we can better it, and maybe we can't, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, you've been on some good teams uh, uh, in your career. So, like again, with 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 what you're doing now, is this harder than you thought, or is this? been fun like or is this just every week a, a trial and a tribulation uh, um, I guess just talk about the season and and if it's you know all right to be a privateer or are you just are you hating life <laughs> it, it's honestly it's all the above yeah like as far as doing it by yourself and stuff like that I you know I enjoy going to the races every single weekend you know there's no pressure and I have my dad and my mechanic there all the time for support, even like through Hangtown and through the weekend. You know, when you're doing bad, you're doing good. They're always there, and, you know, they're like, you know, bud, you know, train this week, and you'll have next weekend. But and the same token, it's, it's it all comes down to money. Like mm-hmm. having, having a team paying for your hotel, your flight, your travel expenses, and paying you money on top of all that where you don't have to worry about anything is definitely a bonus and uh it's pretty crazy, honestly, now doing it all on my own and doing it on your own, noticing how much money actually goes into a race team and how much money it takes to fund not only myself, but if you had three or four riders, you know, it's it's pretty crazy to just expenses-wise is the biggest thing. And, uh, you know, what? I'm having fun racing dirt bikes, and this is what I love to do. And mm-hmm. if I have to be a privateer, then so be it. You know, we're going to race until i guess i can't race anymore steve see you didn't notice you didn't know about this about lemoyne and you didn't know this chad we had two team owners on the show tonight we had chad reed and matt lemoyne <laughs> yeah, both yeah. supporting their own race programs <clears throat> good point you're right you got two two and then yeah, you got it, the 48 it's, race. A little, <laughs> it's a little different with two two he's got a little bit more money than i do yeah i'll tell you what all the money that i've had saved up from the last few years has definitely went we went downhill this whole year, you know, trying hey, to get our bikes. Hey, set you up. know what though, dude? This is what I tell. This is what I tell my mechanics. Like, like even guys that I worked with in the past that can't get a ride, and they're like, "Oh, I'll quit if I don't get a ride." I'm like, "What do you mean you're going to quit? It's like a carpenter going to work. If you're a carpenter and you build houses, you need to go buy a skill saw, right? You need exactly, to go buy it. Yeah. So I look at it this way: if it, even if a shop 
isn't helping a, a, a privateer or whatever. They have to go out and buy the bikes. You need the tools of the trade. You need yeah. to buy whatever you need to do. And if you're yeah. willing to, if you believe in yourself and your hard work and your determination, that you're going to give back to what you've already made and put that back into your program because it's going to make you better down the road, that's what you do. So I see a guy like you, instead of just going, out, oh, I'm going to go back to school, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. But this is what I do. I race motorcycles, and you know what? It's time to put my head down and work hard. And if I can't do it and I give it everything I have, I'm going to take my, my hat off at the end of the day and say I take my hats off to those guys that beat me. They're, you know, so that way you can look back at it in five years and go, man, you don't know what it takes to be at that level. And I gave it everything I had, and those guys were just better than me. End of story. You don't, you don't, you're not going to be 40 years old without a pot to piss in. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and if that's what it takes, and when I get 40 and I'm broke, then, you know, that's what it takes. And I'm not scared of that. You know, you live every day for what it is, and that's what we do. Well, hey, one of the things that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Kenny was talking about was uh, uh, Factory Cowie inquired about you filling in for Jake Weimer. Um how hard? I mean, I know you just told us all about your uh, your sponsors and all that, but how hard did you think about that offer? You know, it, the thing for me too is uh, I've never ridden a 450 in Supercross ever. Right. The last time I rode a 450 was in uh, 06, and I actually won the four-stroke class at Loretta's before I went pro. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, inside it tears me up every single day that you know I had an opportunity to race for jake jake's actually one of my good friends and uh he's like dude do it do it do it do it and you know and at the same time it's like you don't want to go out there and you don't want to like make an an idiot out of yourself but (laughs) it's an awesome it was an awesome opportunity and i just like i honestly appreciate those guys to the fullest even having me in mind for that opportunity and uh it sucks that i didn't get to do it but it was so late in the season that we had already committed to so many people and it was, it kind of sucked to be honest. It really did. Right, and, right. uh, we didn't want to ditch all the people that we had going for us and then race six or seven races and then be like, Hey, we need you guys for the outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I know with Nick way last year, that caused a lot of issues, you know, between team between the team that helped him and the factory team, you know, um, cause those guys want to be represented. You know, uh, it's hard for, for a guy like yourself. What do you do? And, I, you know, I commend you for making your choice. Yeah, it, it, it honestly, it sucks. It really does. It, you can look at it both ways. You can be like, damn, he's an idiot for passing up. But at the same time, it's you get respect from both sides. You right. get people that are people that are going to sit there and talk trash and be like, oh, he's an idiot. He didn't take it. It's Patrick Cowley. And then you got people like you guys sitting there saying, like, you know, you actually stuck to your sponsors and the people that's been loyal to you the whole time. And, yeah. you know, that's what we did. And you can't take it back. And uh, we're looking forward and trying to race. What did you get in Supercross? Seventh? Uh, Eighth? Sixth? Sixth in points. Yeah, yeah, sixth in points. You beat a lot of, like, highly touted guys. And uh, it was a consistent race for you. You got better as the series went on. I remember that. And, uh, and you know, hopefully the outdoors goes the same way for you. Do you – I've always thought of you. I don't know you that well, but – I've always thought of you as a very good jumper. I've seen you in some videos, and I've seen you on the when you were at Yamaha Troy and, and different things. Hold on, I'm not, you're not turned on, Kenny. Did okay. you see him air that video out when he overjumped that? Yes, that was yeah. gnarly. No, but besides that, I've always thought of you as a jumper. So, do you like Supercross better than outdoors? What do you, would you prefer, one or the other? No, for the show and more so. Oh, he's phone. Uh, 
His phone's breaking. I can hit whoops. I can do whoops and stuff like that pretty good. And uh, for the same thing, you know, it, it all takes hard work, and outdoors is a little bit more work. But in the same time, you race everybody in outdoors. You know, it's not like, oh, the West right. Coast was better. You guys lucked out on the East, or the East Coast was better. You know, outdoors, you race everybody. So that pretty much goes to show, hey, you're the baddest dude there is. And, yeah. You know, it's just you keep plugging away, and we're going to try to keep bettering every weekend. and. Our bike, obviously, this weekend got better, and right. obviously, it can get better. So uh, we're just going to keep working on that. And I don't know; I really don't have a preference, honestly. Right. It's just um, however it goes. Hey, if you want to call in and talk to Matt, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven, give us a call and uh, and ask Matt the question that you've always had on your mind. I think. Hey, let me ask you a question. Like, do you like what? What are your goals for like next year? Are you going to if let's say you don't get picked up by a team, are you still planning on doing your own thing um, in the lights class, or do you have aspirations of moving up to the big bike class and doing it on your own, or looking going to try to look for a ride wherever you can get it? Um, what's your? Because I know that you know being a, a lights rider now that the rules have changed. Once you once you go to the big bike, there's no turning back. Yeah, you know I've heard of that too, and uh, it's. It's so short in the outdoor season right now. I honestly, I couldn't tell you a, a honest answer. I, um, it all depends, really. Like, if opportunity comes where we can go either way, then that's the way we're going to go. But I couldn't. I couldn't say. I'd be lying to you if I sat there and said, "Hey, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that." So, uh, did uh, you know if some oh. if something comes where you know we can't pass it up? Obviously, we're going to go with it. And mm -hmm. if not, then. We might be doing the same thing next year, just hopefully with a little bit more support. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Would would you uh, would you do this again? Would exact same program twenty twelve? Would you hit the road again, like you're doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Big pause. I, you know, honestly, I would. I I've had so much fun this year going to every single race, and honestly, seeing what I had and what people have now and what they don't take advantage of while you have it right it it, it honestly doing what i'm doing this year it, you really see like what you had and i don't know it's so hard to explain that yeah i guess people don't people aren't i don't know yeah they take everything for granted really right. and i guess i did the same thing and uh i, I don't know really I, I like this guy kenny Matt, Matt seems like a good dude. Hey, we got a question for hey, you. Hey, Lemoyne, did, you, did oh. you ever end up going to the party that I gave you guys those passes for? Yeah, we did. That was a good time. Uh, Vegas Supercross Banquet is always a good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and, and uh, I'm surprised you don't want to do it again privateer style with the exorbitant purse money that the lights class pays. I mean, I just can't see it. <laughs> Dude, oh, it's brutal. It's ridiculous. It's I can't, brutal. I can't. I know. Even Supercross, like, a lot of weekends, honestly, like especially the last weekend, dude, I felt so good in St. Louis, and I was ready to do so, so good. I think even in the heat race, and I had a huge get off. I uh, I was so excited just to be up there, like in mm -hmm. the, battling for the lead. That like I wanted to make it happen so quick, and I made like a dumb mistake, and I ended up crashing. And I had to go to LCQ, went through the LCQ, and then I got a bad start in the main. And I did the same thing. But in, in the back of my head the whole time, it's like, hey, if I don't get top ten, I really don't make absolutely not a dime this whole weekend. <laughs> it's so tough, it's, yeah. If I wasn't inside the top ten, it was like, hey, how are we going to get to the race next weekend? Yeah. So that was tough. definitely the whole thing. And 
a couple of top fives that I threw away just kind of bobbling here or there or falling down. Mm-hmm. It it sucks. It really does. Yeah, they need to do something about Don't that. Don't feel bad. Blow Scott, Blow Scott, uh, fourth place in the 450 class in the last round. He made $2,600 purse. Well, it's still, yeah. dude, like sixth place in the lights is like 500 bucks. I know. That's a joke. Like, it's not even. Yeah, well, they, I, sixth place for me is like $300. Is it three? So, 2600 oh. I would have been doing backflips. And yeah. I would have been a free runner because I would have ran with the check so far all the way to the bank <laughs> doing flips off of threes. Hey, uh, let's, uh, let's take a look at the phone calls. Joe, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You got a question for Matt Lemoyne? Yeah, Matt, I uh, had a question for you. I just want to know how does it feel to be a black man in a white man's body? I heard that from an unreliable source. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a few years ago on TV, I believe. Yeah, but, uh, it was. <laughs> I mean, is it just pretty gangster? Or? No, I get called that a lot because all I do is listen to rap, and I like kind of gangster cars and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. everyone, All right, everyone that's cool. Yeah, everyone sits there and accuses me, oh, you're a black man in a white man's body. So, you know what? That's, if that's what everybody wants to call me, hey, yeah. hell, so be it. Right on. Thanks, Joe. Awesome. Right on. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Hey, Tim, you there? This is Ken, actually. It's not Kim. It's Ken. Oh, hey, Ken. Our, oh, our phone my, screener's my drunk. Bad. He's drunk, actually, right now. Oh, hey. No, just great show, Steve. Uh, I really enjoy your show. I just wanted to let you know that your BTO sports advertising uh, made my decision that I was looking to buy a new helmet today anyhow. You need to save me 90 bucks buying a new right helmet from them. Put, yeah. Put your offer code in. Hey, right. sweet. Why don't you spend some of that money and buy some uh, pulp merchandise so we can keep the show going? Or, or send my I might just have to do that. No, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a great sponsorship you got there. And I'm glad, glad they put you on the air. So. Or send LeMoyne. Send hey. LeMoyne 100 bucks yeah, to get him to the next race. Put it in his privateer fund and uh, keep him going. That's, that's awesome. The seventh place finish this weekend. Yeah, so. he needs it. Right on. Thanks. Thanks, Ken. You bet. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Um, well, I guess I didn't really have a question for you, Matt. He's he sounded like he just did a line or something. Dude. He was all fired up. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah. I like that guy. He was pumped. Hey, is your uh, your dad your mechanic, huh? No. No, I actually oh. I have a mechanic. Oh, okay. That's, well, I was I – what, what's his name? His name's Jim, Jim Bazina. Because Jim – Jim's my hero because I was thinking about questions to ask you. And one, as a former top mechanic in the sport that I was <laughs> – uh, Whatever, Watson. Did you ever win the Golden Wrench Award? No. no. That's top. Okay. Listen, okay. Here, here's the thing. Kenny, you can back me up on this a little bit. No, i never back you up, dude. I hate No, it. listen to my point first, Jack. I don't give a shit what you say. I don't back you no matter what. So just Whatever, dude. We're going to hang this weekend at Pastrana's Bullshit. Thing. I guarantee okay. you. Hey, no, here's the point. Outdoors, as a mechanic, is gnarly. It is so gnarly. much work. Washing your bike, doing the filters, Checking everything over because 35 minutes puts a puts a hell of a strain on a bike, and uh, and props to him. He's got to find water, groceries, groceries, wash the bike, find somewhere during the week to work. It's 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 crazy being a mechanic outdoors, and so props to Jim. That's that's all I really wanted to say. Yeah, you know, and I, I really want to give it to him this weekend too because uh, actually this weekend my whole entire family and everyone was supposed to be at the race and. Uh, my grandpa actually passed away on Thursday, so uh, my dad had to hurry up and go to that. So my dad, my mom, none of my family actually even got to go. So it was just me and my mechanic, kind of a lone adventure, and it kind of makes me bummed out because yeah. uh, after last weekend we didn't do so good, and this weekend we did a little bit better, and no one even got to see it. You know, everyone was over there kind of being all sad and stuff right. like that. So uh, it really... I, I tip my hats off to uh, my dad and my mechanic both because my dad handles a bunch of stuff and uh, 
But especially like you're saying, Jim, this weekend drove drove down Friday. You know, got tech and found us a good spot and uh, found water for to wash the bikes and right. you know to do all that stuff like that. And uh, he pretty much let me stay at home. And he was like, "Dude, you need to rest." And uh, you know, Saturday we went out there and pretty much it was just a two man team and we went out there and we got it done. And and uh, I think that was the biggest reward is doing good when when things were down and things were actually really tough for us. Yeah, you're cooking ravioli in a hubcap by the side of the road and stuff, sleeping in truck <laughs> Pretty stops. Much. Um, hey, so have you talked to anybody about next year? Has anybody come up to you and, and like put a feeler in there? Is, is anything brewing with that? Um, not so much. There, you know, there's a lot of talk and stuff like that, but there's there's nothing. Hey, you know, we're going to do this for next year or that. But right, you know, I. I think there's people, there's people obviously looking and stuff like that, but uh, you know how that goes. It it's kind of all who you know and what you know, and right, pretty much. I always you thought, don't know until you got a contract or a letter of intent or something in your hand. Yeah, Kenny, why don't you sign him, Kenny, for lights team? I H&H. reached. I, I just I hinted around a little bit. I said, "What what's your deal?" And he doesn't know yet. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, we don't we don't have anything, man. We're anything that goes. Like I said, it. If it's too good to pass up, then obviously if I make a, a retarded decision, then I'm the retard. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've always thought that you and Cunningham were, were close in speed and close in style, and, and both guys were – you came into the, the sport with uh, Yamaha Troy at the same time. and uh, He didn't ride for Yamaha Troy. Cunningham did, didn't he? Cunningham did. He didn't. He rode for uh, – Lemoyne, uh, didn't you ride for Yamaha Troy? No, he rode for the I other wrote, team. For Star. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, yeah. So, well, hopefully, man, someone needs to take a look at the guys you're beating, and uh, and be like, hey, we gotta sign this dude. I mean, just the fact that what you're doing on your own to me means that you want it. And and whatever happened in the past with opportunities, you've obviously, like you said, you now would appreciate it. And uh, and, and Steve, you know, yeah. do you know where he rode last year? And how many DNFs? Do you ever do you ever pay uh, attention? What number he was and what happened to him? I like he was number thirty one. He rode a white and white Suzuki, and it seemed like he was pushing the yeah, thing off yeah. all the time. Um, yeah, was there? Uh, I'm that, trying to think of the DNFs. Was there a lot of DNFs? Ask him. I I DNF I DNF pretty much at least one moto every single weekend last year. Yeah, and it was just it was just for bike problems. Yeah, that's that's and frustrating. It, yeah. The biggest one that sticks in my mind is uh, is Redbud. I was I think I was in. But the two cars came out, and the bike broke, and I had to push it all the way back from oh, uh, from the back of the track. And uh, the vital guy, was that was the first time he took a picture. And everybody's like, dude, what's wrong? You're getting tired. You're doing this. I was like, dude, I'm not getting tired. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm working twice as hard as you because I'm doing the moto, and I'm pushing my bike back from the furthest <laughs> point of the damn track every single weekend. Yeah. I was like, and I'm racing second moto. I was like, if you think I'm getting tired, then you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, a good point. You're right. Did you when you left that team you were on? Did you guys did you leave with hard feelings? Or are you cool with those guys? No, I think it just it it just honestly if we if we if that wouldn't happen, we wouldn't be in the situation we are now. Right. But at the same time, it's kind of like, hey. You know, it's a, it's kind of a blessing that, you know, if no one wants to sit there and pick me up because, hey, I have one bad year, mm-hmm. then, uh, and obviously no one believes them in, you know what, I'm going to prove myself for doing it by myself. 
Right. Yeah, no, and, absolutely. Um, we got a call from Dale here. Let's take it. Hey, Dale, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to uh, say what's up to, to Matt. I'm down here in Austin, Texas, and always been a fan of his, but, man, just listen to his whole program. I'm even more of a fan now. Yeah. Are you, hey, Dale, I don't why know don't where you... he rides during the week, or does he get to ride during the week, or is he traveling all the time? Or Well, the the thing is, honestly, is going to the races and driving to the races and stuff there, you have to take another day out of your schedule to drive to the races. And uh, that's the thing is, luckily, I don't have to drive. I just ride. But it still takes a toll out of you. And uh, I ride a lot in North Texas, kind of uh, River Valley. I-35 is pretty much my favorite spot. And uh, there's a couple of private tracks that we ride out here and there. Bryce Dozier's track, he lets us ride out there. And uh, pretty much anywhere that's anywhere around the area that's not too far, we went to uh, the Regal Underground Facility a few times. And uh, I guess the outdoor season, we're, we're actually going up to High Point, and then we're going to stay up there for a week or two and uh, ride around. So... Pretty much wherever we get to ride, that's where we're going to go. Hey, Dale, I think maybe, you know, I, I, I remember talking to you and your buddy, and you guys wanted to sound like your buddy wanted to try to get involved in some racing at some. Why won't yeah, you guys, right. why won't you guys, you know, rally together and help this kid out and help him with some expenses, man? Get him, get him, get him to some races, man. Get him some flights for him and, you know, let him so he could fly back and forth so he to stay on the road and come home and train and do his thing. Well, we might be able to do that. I'll, I'll talk to my buddy. He, it was more <laughs> something he wanted to do rather than I did. But, no, I'd definitely like to help a guy like him out. I don't know that, that uh, how much support we could give him. But Hey, you know what? At his level, any support will help. And the good sure. thing about it is when you go to the race, you have a guy to pull for. Like, you really have a guy. Like, that's <laughs> my guy. Yeah, I mean, now that right. Ferry's That's my guy. I worked, right. fi- I worked 50 hours this week to help him. <clears throat> so what that's you, what I'm talking about. What yeah. do you think about that? What do you think about yeah. that, Dale? I think it's a good idea. I think you need to get off your wallet, and I'll give you another shirt. Jeez, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Dale's cool. I'm just jacking with Dale. I'm just jacking with Dale. Dale's cool. I would definitely be interested in helping him out. All right, we'll we'll get a – shoot us an email with your information, and we'll we'll give it to Matt. He can get in touch with you. All right, fair enough. All right, thanks, Dale. Thanks, Dale. All right. See how that works? Swiss car. Easy breezy. Swiss car. What's up? The only time he calls in the show when Matt Lemoyne's on. Dude, Matt, you're letting Matt us off too easy. Why's that? Why? You know how much I've been filling up his ear about you. Yeah, no, I, I have to give it up to Kevin. He's been, he's been, hey, man, I'm going to get you on the show. I'm going to get you on the show. I'm going to get you on the show. And then uh, I actually seen Matt is at uh, the Supercross Banquet. I, I, I walked up to him personally. I was like, you know what? Dude, get me on the show, whatever it takes. And uh, yeah, you no, know what? I, it happened, so uh, I had nothing I'm to do with pumped. it. Had nothing to do with Swiss car. It had nothing to do with Swiss car. No, no it, it has everything I, to do with, with Mathis being a prima donna. No, he said he was talking, but you know what? I think all his talking. No. I don't know what happened. All I, that. No, after Swiss no, car no. stopped writing Swiss corner, I stopped paying attention to him. No, it all, it all comes down to Mathis being attention starved, and he needs the riders to come up and talk to him face to face before he'll move on anything. No, I mean, hey, yeah, I admit it. Matt came up and said, "Hey, Matt, can I come on the show?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure. Like, definitely. I I knew you were going privateer route, and I, I've been writing about you. How how you've been doing well? But I mean, I don't ever know. Maybe I said something bad about Matt, and some he's like, Matt is a jackal. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Kenny Kenny offered him a ride, and you know, I I don't know. Yeah, no, it's cool. 
Swiss Corps. Yeah, I knew you'd be a fan of him as long as you got as long as you talked to him and found out what he was about. Yeah. Hey, you know, I seen Lemoyne in Vegas and he was pumped on my car till the wheel broke off. <laughs> Dude, I am pumped and that's like my my uh realistic maybe dream car in the next ten years. And uh yeah. my girlfriend's actually went, someone that said something about it and we pulled up next to it in the van and the guy got in our van and he was getting in your car and the one they were kind of fighting over who was gonna get and which one, and the one guy jumped in the van, one guy had kind of got in the car, and I was like, yeah, I'd be bummed out if I had to drive the van over that car any day. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Kenny's, uh, Kenny's pride and joy until the wheel fell off. Maybe we, maybe we could get that into the signing bonus, dude. That might make it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get Dale to buy it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dale. I'll, take, I'll take, hey, I'll take it exactly how it is. All right, dude. Yeah, even with the wheel. We, hey, no, no wheel at all. I'll put a new wheel on it. <laughs> no, it's all good now. We got her all fixed up. She's good to go. <laughs> Swizzle. Anything else? Yo. Anything else? No, that's it. I just wanted to give Matt some more love. All right, he's got love from you. Cool. See you, bud. I appreciate it. See you. Bye. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, let's go to line one here. Hey, welcome to the Pulp Show. Can I help you? How you doing? Sorbos. Yo, what's up? Eric, how you doing? I'm doing great. What about you? Oh, you see how we do it. I know, I know. What's up, Frenchie? Not much. Just coming on the show and try to see catch and everything. You tell me. What's going I've on? Off, I, I've been off the I've been off the the race for, for a long time now, so I need to know what's, what's new in the motocross industry. I don't know what's in the motorcycle industry, but you know what today is? Uh, no, what is it? Oh, yeah, Memorial Day. Mem- <laughs> mem- Memorial Day. Well, you, know what that, you know what that holiday stands for? Nope. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little history lesson. If you're going to be in this country, you need to know, Eric. I know what is it. Come on, man. I've been living in America for 10 years, so right, I know what is it. So salute our soldiers when you see them, even if you want to throw rocks at them. <laughs> I want, I want, I'm not like that. I moved to America and uh, and I live the life as uh, American citizen. <laughs> hey, hey uh, we got Matt Lemoyne on the line. Matt, what uh, are you all hooked up for goggles? You're you happy with your goggle sponsor? You're all good. Yeah. Okay. You know, Smith Smith has been taking care of me since uh, since I pretty much started racing, and I actually grew up with Brady. Is the Smith rap guy uh-huh. that goes to all the races and stuff like that? Okay. Wait, wait, hey, hey, hey. I'm gonna, was, I'm gonna help you out. I was Brady, just checking Brady doesn't go to all the races. Okay, <laughs> it sounded, it sounded races, good. But hey, I'm not gonna lie. I had, I had product for you guys in Daytona for Hart and Huntington, and I went over there. I brought product to you guys you and for him. And I felt pretty bad because when I walked out, you guys didn't even say a word to me, no thanks or nothing. I brought it over there with all my gear and everything. You guys were like, hey, you looked at me like I, had I wasn't there. I would have said thank and, you. It wasn't me. Good job, Watson. And you know what? I was like, dang. You know that that pretty much sucks. I brought all kinds of stuff for you. Hey, guys. Lemoyne, was I there? No, I would have said thank you. You didn't see me. No, you didn't hand them to me. Just a couple, a couple of the riders looked at me pretty stupid. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well, they're pretty stupid themselves. So screw them. Hey, Kenny, <laughs> got a question for you. What's up, bud? And uh, I th- why are you guys are gonna take a Lemoyne the next year on the on the team? Like, I think dude, the kids, I, I, I think <clears throat> the kids know the twist the throttle, and and uh, he's been doing good all year long on his on his uh private bike and behind his little box van and. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so not a box van. It's a regular truck. It's a regular van, and 
there's a possibility. I don't know what I'm doing. How about on your guys' team? Well, he should look at him too. Ooh. What's the difference between oh, that team snap. and my team? Snap. <laughs> you hire Kyle Regal. Why wouldn't you hire Matt Lemoyne? Matt Lemoyne has way more credibility than Kyle Regal. And, Kyle, and I like Kyle Regal. Don't get me wrong. But you line both those guys up side by side, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a good race. Sorry. 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 He hung up. See, so he got scared, Matt. He's got nothing. Yeah. Speechless. He's speechless. Speechless. Yep. <laughs> That's all right. He can barely speak English now anyways. I love the guy, but he needs to tighten that game up a little bit. Um, hey, Matt, we're going to let you go. Um, thank you for coming on, though, man. Really appreciate it. Um, well, good to I appreciate hear your story. you guys having me, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Or we'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch. I got your number now. So uh, definitely let's bring you on again, you know, throughout the Nationals and Find out where you're at, what truck stop you're at, and how your how your week, how your week went, and all that. I think it'd be cool. So, or how many how many blowouts we had on the way there? So, there you uh, go. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you need a PR guy, let me know. If you need a PR guy, you let me know. Yeah, let's uh, let's get you on the Racer X show too. Let's do some at High Point and get you get you on that show. All right, yeah, High so, Point's my favorite track, so uh, right. we'll get it done there. Well, man, hey, truly, seriously, without no shit, and I admire you what you're doing. Um, it, it, there's not too many riders out there who really are doing the circuit out of a van every race. You know what's crazy? As well as you are. Ten years ago, there was probably thirty guys doing yeah. what he's doing. Now you could you could grab you know yeah. three guys. I out don't of the even pits. know. Is there another guy that's doing it like not Lord? not like he's doing it. not so. not not breaking top tens and, and hammering out? That's what I mean. So so last guy I can remember was Nick Way over two. What a year that was, Mathis Way. Driving to the races. Yeah, but still, he didn't pay for it out no, of his pocket. and Nick flew the races. Yeah, you're exactly. right. Exactly. There's a lot different. So. This guy's in the truck, and a lot of people don't realize, I mean, if you if he has to, like, he drove to Sacramento, I guarantee you he's the only guy in the top 15 that drove to Sacramento. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. But LeMoyne, hey, if you need a good PR guy, you need someone to help you raise some dough, I'm, I got your back. Whatever we need to do, let's do it. All right. Well, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. All Thank right, dude. Good luck with everything. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Kick yeah. their ass. All right, Matt Lemoyne, privateer Matt Lemoyne. Sorby, you still there? Sorby? He really did leave after that comment. <laughs> cares? I'm just kidding. He probably had some phone troubles. Eric, if you're listening, call Eric, back. Call back, call back buddy. Uh, with that, let's take our second and last break of the night. Thanks to Chad Reed. Thanks to Matt, thanks to Matt Lemoyne for coming on the show. Thank you, BTOsports.com. We still got Kenny's Corner, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs, Dave Dye, yeah, listen uh, to Dave Dye. You BTO, guys are gonna, you guys are gonna uh, love Dave Dye. BTO questions segment tits. Yep. Um, and more laughter from one Kenneth Watson. Hey, you guys, if you need if you need to buy a helmet or any gear, BTO. You heard that last caller. Saved him ninety bucks. Ninety bucks, bro. Ninety bucks. It's huge. All right. See ya. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. 
Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the Rockstar Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com, and when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey everybody, I just want to take a time out to talk about uh, one of the newest sponsors on the show, and that's uh, Vivint Alarms. Uh, I'm here with my wife, uh, Pookie. Pookie, um, how do you feel about the new alarm system we got? I'm digging it. Do you feel safer at home? Yes, I definitely feel safer when I'm sleeping home alone because you've left me yet again. Yeah, I know, guys. If you're worried about your bikes, your gear, your tools, or maybe your wife, uh, don't worry about that. The perfect solution is a company called Vivint Alarms. Vivint's one of the largest security and home automation companies in North America, and their products are cool. When I leave for an event, I can lock and unlock my house from my phone. I can check in on my gear using the video cameras and live video feed. It's uh, it's pretty sweet, huh, honey? Yeah, it's cool to um, use the camera during the day and watch you when you're sitting at home on the couch working. Yeah, I bet that's awesome. Yeah, me and my friend Susan spy on you all the time at work. And uh, seeing as that we have four precious dogs, and uh, they don't, they're probably not able to fight off any criminals that come in. Yeah, they're not saving me from anything. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, guys, if you want to check it out, the best part is it's super affordable and it's super cool. Uh, never mind the, uh, the the safety aspect of it. Just the home automation itself is sweet with the with the temperature controls, the locks, the lights, the cameras, so forth. It's uh, normally $198 activation fee, but for Pulpamex listeners, you can get the whole package installed for only 99 bucks up front. If you want to learn more, visit vivent.com forward slash Pulpamex. Vivent.com forward slash Pulpamex. 
Pookie, you're welcome. Stamp it. Over four decades, O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Sounds of Van Halen coming at you. Yeah, 5150. Woo! All right, uh, Eric Sorby has, uh, from JSC Entertainment has called back. Sorballs, what's up? Hey, I'm a fucking French stupid bastard. <laughs> what's up, Sorby? I fucking suck dick. Hey, Kenny, what, what headphone are you using now? Talk. This is me, Sorby. Hey. <laughs> hey, hang up on this guy, dude. We don't need to listen to this. Yeah, fuck you guys, you fucking pussies. Hey, I know who this has to be. It has to be.
Has to be who? Get, hang up on this clown. Get rid yeah, of hang it. up on me, you fucking clown. Yeah. Sinjin. I know it is. Oh. Hang up, what? Hang fuck up, you, Sinjin. He ain't going to talk, talk about... You, that's my friend, dude. Sorby's <laughs> a good dude. If you don't... You didn't really bullshit. think that was Sorby, did you? It was really quick. I... Yeah, he did. He, he, can't, he no, did. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he fooled he did. me. Yeah. Wow. So, that was Sinjin for sure. Sinjin calling in as Eric Sorby. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. I, I do. I don't. That's how hey, I, you uh, know how I am about people like that. Yeah, I know all about it, Kenny. You don't know. Sinjin can talk crap on you know, but he doesn't have to you know make fun of someone. You don't know what Sorby's been through, or Sinjin. Um, hey, thanks uh, everybody for listening to the show. We're gonna come in with Dave Die here right away. Uh, this eight o'clock hour brought to you by AGV Helmets. AGV Helmets, helmet of choice for guys like Pastrana, Millsaps, and Valentino Rossi. AGV's been around for over 40 years, making top-notch protection. Their new off-road helmet AX8 is a top-of-the-line helmet that riders in Europe and North America use when the going gets tough. The Millsaps distinct- had it on. It was going tough. Yeah, it was. The distinctive design of AX8 is what sets it apart from others. AGV.com. Worst Connection, 100% made in the USA protection for your bike. The name Worst Connection has been around for a long time. They mean a lot in this sport. Teams like Makita Suzuki, Rockstar Makita Suzuki, Hart and Huntington, you know, top-level teams like that. They use the stand, skid plates, quick adjust, purchase. Well, let's get it straight. We, we use a lot of their products, but we do not use their stands. No, I said a little bit of both, a little bit of everything. Uh, not because their stands are bad, but, you know. Eric Phipps, good guy. We've had him on the show last week, and uh, please support them. Pulp MX Show gets you 20% off at worstconnection.com. So if you're looking for something for your bike, use the code, save some cash. Kicker. Live It Loud, O'Neill Hardware Gear also coming on board, as well as our newest one, Vivint Alarm. Uh, check them out on the web. Um, it's a, it's an activation fee savings if you use pulpamexshow.com. And uh, if you've already got it, um, send me an email, steve at pulpamex.com, if you've signed up for the, for the uh, promotion, and uh, we'll send you out a free shirt. As well, uh, the landing page is a little jacked up right now, so we're not 100% sure who's using the code and who isn't. But uh, if you have used it, take advantage of it. Um, email me, steve at pulpamex.com. It's $100 savings. Home automation, you name it. Cameras, thermostats, lights, anything you need, they'll, they'll, they'll do it. Plus, they'll, uh, peace of mind, protection for your bikes and, uh, and whatever else you got in your garage going on. Uh, we're going to have Dave Dye on from Hinson Clutches here right away. <clears throat> but, Kenny, let's, uh, let's quickly go to the uh, – do our, let's do our question segment. Let's do that. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. Breaking news. Tits legendary has motocross news. I love boobs. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. That's old news, right? Screw all of you guys. All right. These are questions called from Twitter, email. Um, really, that's it. Twitter uh, and email. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, and uh, some of the questions that you have, you can always send them to Tits Legendary at Tits Legendary on Twitter. Uh, what do we got this week? All right. Uh, I noticed on the podium, Reed still thanked Pro Circuit. Is he just being nice, or is there any Pro Circuit stuff still on there? Yes, he uses Pro Circuit pipes still. Um, the factory team uses Yosh, but he has kept Pro Circuit uh, exhaust. You know, I talked to Mitch about that deal. Typical Mitch. I mean, I said, "What would you think?" And he's just like, "I gave me a thumbs up." He's like, "Go ahead, man. If they're you know they're willing to help you, that's cool. That's all we want." That's kind of like you know Lemoyne and with his deal and and. What Chad did, you know, he's, you know, like Matt's like, I'm sticking behind my guys that helped me. And right. it sounds like that's what Chad's doing, too. He's yeah. just like, hey, you know what? Maybe the suspension might be better. This might be better. But, you know, he's confident in, in Mitch's exhaust. And why can't, you know, like I always say, Mitch doesn't have all those number one plates on yeah. his door because he um, gets lucky. Honda guys told me, too, they learned some stuff from the PC pipe. 
you know, just uh, a little different way of thinking, a little different. Those guys are always like those Honda guys. Like last year, a couple of years, when we rode Hondas, you know, we run we ran a different muffler than they ran, and they were always asking us like, hey, you know, asking us questions about the exhaust, right, and right. they're always trying to better their stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, that's that's American Honda, Dan Bentley, and you know. Right all their engineers and everything they do, and they're, they're, they just want their stuff to be better. They, they're never resting, but it's that Wyndham way. had an engine problem for Smoto, though. Bummer for those guys. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, what else we got, Tits? All right. Uh, Brad MX asks what the chances are that you think Dungey will go to KTM, and if he does, will he still be competitive? <clears throat> I think if he goes anywhere other than Suzuki, he'll go to KTM. Okay. You I believe think... they'll have the most money to pay him. Uh-huh. I think the whole Reed deal, like, Kenny alluded to. It's a lot of strings being pulled, a lot of money having to come in. And, uh, yeah, so I think if he goes anywhere other than Suzuki, he'll go KTM. I and, think, too, And I think that bike's fine. I think, too, for him to go to a team like Chad's, unless they have the sponsors in place, like, by the time it's time to sign, yeah, like, I think he has a shot. But if, right. if he has to wait around, he right. ain't going to wait around, dude. He's going to get on. The, if do he you, knows, he's going to switch. Is he going to leave? I don't know. Well, I, just, I, what do you think? What do you think? We're uh, doing a radio show here with our opinions. My opinion is, my gut feeling is, um, I think he might leave. I think he leaves too. What, what, would he ride the 350 or the? Do you know uh, KT, no, or is KTM going to redo their 450 at all? No, he'll ride a 350. Interesting. Okay. I don't know about all that. I, 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 I mean, it's a big enough question. If he's leaving, then if he does leave, what is he going to ride? Let's get him on the bike first. Let's get him on the team and let him. Then we'll then we'll discuss that. For sure, right around now, he might end up with an orange bike at his house in Florida. Right, right around now, I would say, you know, like just to try it out. Uh, I wouldn't. I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Josh T wants to know if it's harder to set up a bike for motocross or supercross as a mechanic. I think you kind of touched on it a little bit that there's more maintenance, but is it harder to actually? It set matters it up? at what level. I mean, <laughs> if you're a on a factory team, well, you say, ha- say a pro rider, a, pr- a privateer, <laughs> or a pro rider. Mm, there's a big difference. Know. Okay. That's kind of a gray area. If you're on a team, you have a whole team, a suspension guy, an engine guy, electronics guy to help you. But if you're like Matt LeMoyne's guy and you're just like having three sets of suspension and he, you're doing all the work and then you got to worry about engines and stuff like I that. I think uh, uh, Kenny's right. But I think uh, as a suspension company, it's way harder to valve supercross stuff, to know what you're doing. Like you yeah. just can't take it to Joe's bump sticks. <laughs> and say, hey, I need a setting for Supercross. It yeah. is it is a very diverse setting from your normal suspension settings. And that is why the companies that do do good suspension, do good Supercross suspension, are, are doing a lot of people's. And it's a lot to do, too. But Joe's ru- bump sticks could set your bike it, up for it, it's You know what? Uh, I think if you went to Joe's bump sticks and Watch you it, had, there's, a, there's a really a shop called Joe's no, bump sticks. No, there's something <laughs> called like. And he sends us an email. <laughs> no, there's something about like something sticks, though, from Arizona. Oh, there is? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But. What I'm saying is you could go to a guy like that if you had a rider that could diagnose and say, hey, this is what I want. I need more low speed. I need more high speed. The compression, I need a, a, a shim here. I need this. The yeah. more feedback you give to the guys, the better it is. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm always a firm believer, like, we'll go out, test and test and test and test and go to the race, and it's the best bike ever. And when you get there, oh, this thing's a piece of shit. Dude, you set this bike up. You're the one that did the testing, and we gave you everything you wanted. Now it's no good. So this is your fault, not our fault. Okay? <laughs> we would have gave you yeah, anything you wanted. Yeah, but try saying that to a guy. I, I know what you're saying. I have told people that. Timmy's come in like third best time, fourth best time, and been like, dude, it's unrideable. Oh, really? 
It's unrideable. <laughs> He's used the words unrideable. I'm like, you're third fastest. Unrideable. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive that he can ride an unrideable bike and come in. It that does low. piss me off, but I, I don't know if I'm like Kenny, where you, I don't say, hey, you set this up, but you could. Why, you know? why, who, who, it's not the mechanics' fault. It's not the team's no, fault. No, I know. They, if it was unrideable, they should have said it was unrideable when they were testing. <laughs> but I think you know they don't. I think a, a, another thing is you could go to a, a track for Supercross and test and test and test, and they just have so many laps on that track, and it, they get so comfortable yeah. where they can adjust and they can change their body position yeah. and do what they want, so where they can get comfortable on the track. But when you go to a Supercross track. Week in and week out, the conditions change, and all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't work. Yeah. No, I, I love the uh, testing at Glen Helen, pounding sand up your ass for two, three weeks, and then you, you find a setting, everybody's happy, you go to Mount Morris, everything's wrong. Yeah. Ruts, mud, soft dirt. But I think the whole key, I mean, the whole key to setting up a bike is <clears throat> to be able to make little changes at other tracks to make it good. Right. That's the whole key. Find a so, range. Exactly. You yeah. got to be in the ballpark. So if it's off, okay, it's off a little bit, and we can make a couple changes here and there to to fit the rider. That's right. what the biggest deal is. So there. Okay. So there you go. Perfect. Thank you. All right. K Hand One Eighty Seven wants to know. He thought that Metcalf was going to run X Brand goggles this year. Was that ever the case? Ooh, or we were close with Metcalf. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was happening. He loved the goggle. He tried it. We gave him a bunch. We had a good salary lined up for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was going great. We were trucking along that highway to the X brand Clear Vision Highway. <laughs> right. And then Thor, he signed with Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor came out with a new helmet, and the eye port is really super wide. <clears throat> and even the Scott guy said that uh, their goggle didn't fit. Oakley's goggle didn't fit. If you had a goggle without the wing on the side, which we don't have, X brand doesn't have, then it, it lifted off your face too much because of the strap. The eye port was mm. too wide. And he just couldn't do it. He was just having problems with it. And so you have to run a specific goggle with that specific helmet. Had he worn almost any other helmet, we would have been in business. What? So what did he end up wearing? <clears throat> uh, Scott. Yeah. Scott? Okay. Yeah, I think Scott. Makes sense. Yeah, right. Because of that, you know what I'm talking about, that little floating winglet thing. All right. Swiss Core wants to know what's up. I wonder with how the- that guy knew that, though. I don't know. Does he wear? Does he wear spies? Who? Metcalf. I just said Scott. You sure? <laughs> no, I sure? wear a spy. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Scott. Okay. I wonder how that guy knew that though. I don't know. I can Twitter him if you want, but no. Okay. I don't care. All right. Uh, Swisscore wants to know what's up with Baggett and why he always seems to struggle after almost every time he wins. You got any theories or <clears throat> well, if I'll there's tell you even anything to it? He was gone this weekend. He was checking out. And he went down hard in the sand whoops. But had he not crashed, of course, you know, if my uncle had right. nuts, she'd be my aunt. But he was checking out again. And last year he was very fast at that track. So uh, um, I don't know what Swiss Gross talking about. He's got what, two what wins happened, to What happened in the second moto? <clears throat> he was still feeling dingy in the head. Oh, okay. And he just wasn't right. And okay. so he went out there and kind of struggled. But Swiss Corps, the only other race he's ever won was Dallas. Well, he, he won the Vegas uh you know the the main, and then in the East West Shootout, he didn't do that well. I don't know. That's if stupid. I hope Swiss Corps doesn't mean that. I, I hope he's know. not serious with that. Just just passing along. Yeah. Well. Next. All right. Uh, Semi Pro One Eleven wants to know. I don't know what you know about MX vs ATV Alive, but Chad or Reedy RV and Dundee aren't on there. 
Do you have any idea why? Because there's a plethora of other pros. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm was, sure was it it's because... very easy to it's very easy to figure this one out. Show me the money. Yeah. Or you either think... show me the money, or I don't want to be on a game that James Stewart's name right. is on. But I would bet the money. I bet. I bet if the money was the same <coughs> as what James was making, but they said, "Hey, it's going to be James's game," they'd still say no. Kenny. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I I would I, guess, but it's, yeah, it's all about money. We were gonna ask that question to read. I thought I ha- I was gonna ask that. Yeah, it's all about money. <clears throat> all right. Okay. All right. Uh, last question is, uh, I was reading uh, in today's Monday conversation that you did with Reed, and he said that it looked like there was a deeper issue than their fuel, referring to Suzuki and Dungey's problems. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea what that's referring to, or anything you can actually talk about? Uh, no, I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. I don't know what he's referring to. Um, that's Chad just stirring things up. <laughs> he knows Dungey reads that shit. Right. So, um, <clears throat> no, I don't know what he was meaning by that. I know I said to Chad, well, I don't think they boiled the fuel because to me, there's pressure in an EFI system, constant pressure all the time. So it wouldn't really matter what the fuel was doing. There's pressure. And the problem with boiling fuel is there's no pressure in it and it just spews out. So I don't, I don't understand the EFI system 100% because I've never worked on one as a mechanic, but uh, I don't see how the boiling could happen, sort of roughly. That's what I believe. So I don't know. But then Chad believed it was. So okay. I don't know. Tits reads the news. That's old news, right? It's not the news anymore. I know. I, I got Kevin working on uh, Yeah, we got to change some, up a few some things. New deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, can you uh, try to get Dave Diamond on? Sure can. And then uh, – before, before you do that, can you, let's, uh, <coughs> hey, talk- hand me that bong, dude. I know, right? Jeez, dude, up. you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, dude. I'm just getting a little touched <laughs> up over here over this Matt Lemoyne program. We need, really need to help this kid out, dude. You need to get some money. I know. Who wants to have raviolis in a hubcap by the side of the road? Uh, before we do that, uh, Dean Wilson uh, should have, could have, would have won this weekend, but had some luck. I talked to him after the race at Hangtown, and this is what he had to say. Dean Wilson, uh, hey, uh, Texas, um, uh, good day for you. Even though you got second overall, good day, good comeback, second moto. Yeah, thank you. Um, it was a good day. I mean, I'm happy. I would have loved to win. I felt like the win was May, and I felt like I was the fastest guy. But uh, just a little bit impatient second moto. I just want to get by Barsha and pull out a lead. But, um, yeah, I'm impatient. I tried making a pass, and my front wheel landing a big hole, and then it hit him, and then I got th- I was the one that got thrown over the bars once again. But... <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I gave it 100%. You know, I, just, I give it my best every time, and I never gave up. You know, I got up, and I felt a little dizzy at first, and I couldn't even really see straight, and then just took a couple deep breaths, and then I uh, took, like, a lap to recuperate, and then um, once I got going, I was I, I was okay, and I had a good line before the finish, and I was where I was making all my passes. So, yeah, I just need to be a little bit more patient, and I think uh, I'll have a overall for sure. Yeah, I know. It was a good comeback, and... Uh, I mean, you lost to Rattray, it was your teammate, so whatever, you got to lose to somebody. It's uh, it's good to lose to that guy, I guess, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Rattray is a good guy, and uh, he works hard. And I mean, it's kind of like the same scenario as last year a little bit, you know, but uh, no, it's all good. I mean, I, I felt good, and I felt like I was the fastest guy today. Um, it, may, it may have not showed it, but uh, it's all good. I mean, just good, nice break now. I have the points lead by five points, so, you know, just got to keep, uh, keep the ball rolling. Yeah, no, I think you were the fastest guy here today. I think that's safe to say. Uh, any, like, uh, I don't, you probably don't think like this, but, like, any 
th thoughts coming into here about the heat and what happened last year, or was it just out of your mind? Or oh no, I was just out of my mind. I mean, I rate pretty good on this track, and I was really sunny this morning, so I wasn't really right, worried about prices. I knew it was uh, going to be We got totally a call on the line. That was Dean Wilson, who uh, still wondering about his voice. <laughs> he does more Scottish every week. I like it. Yeah, Dean's cool. Good dude. Nash. Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's going on? I got two, three questions real quick because yep. Pitts didn't cover them in the news. Yep. Uh, qu question number one, what happened to Shorty in the first moto in the very beginning? Uh, crashed first lap. Uh, four turns in, five turns in. Crashed. Excellent. And was, uh, was dead last. Rapid fire question number two, what was up with Wyndham's motor other than a spark plug? Yeah, I don't really know. It wasn't making any obvious noises. Just slow. It was slowing down. Smoking really you got bad. What's blue smoke, too. A little oil on there. What's he saying? What's he saying, Tits? Is hey, he saying man. he was? Hold on, Nash. What's he Can What's we call he him at home? Hey, tell him to fuck off, then. Tell him, yeah. to, tell him, tell him to fucking, we're just trying to, to tell him, forget it. Yeah. He dies off the show. He's pulling cool guy on us. We're not chasing him. We're trying to better his company. Tell him we can call him at home or something. No, tell him that we're... No, tell screw oh. him. I'll call his boss and tell him that we trying to get him on to promote Henson. <laughs> and he didn't want to do it. We're trying to call this guy to promote his company, and he doesn't want no part of us. So you know what? Well, Dave maybe, his, maybe his battery really was maybe, dying. Dude, said, Dave, it, why? It, it cut off right in the... Yes, right Dave, when you come on, Dave. Suck it. So either he hung up or he lost yeah, it. Maybe he, he, nah, he he <laughs> suck it, Dave. Such trying a, to Come on, guy. Such rage from Kenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. I like Dave. Uh, I'm going to call Ron Henson. Let's call Ron Henson instead. Let's hey, I was really hoping you were going to get Dave Dye on the show. I'm bummed. Yeah, I, I, his battery was going, yeah. I got his wife's phone number. I'll call her. Call, call Shelly. Oh, yeah, call call Shelly. No. And then she'll give the phone to Dave. I don't have her. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, maybe, I, I think Pookie's got her number. Pookie, if you got her number, call. G come upstairs. Give me Shelly Dye's number. Where was he at? He's driving back he from he's Big driving, Bear. Yeah. Back from Big Bear. He said he told Steve ahead of time he was probably going to lose service or lose battery. No, he didn't tell me that. He didn't uh, say battery or service. He, he just he, said, hey, said something. Dave Lai, he's, he's making shit up. I told, <laughs> I told Steve ahead Kenny, of time. He knew. The, you, this, this further gussets, what you've been saying all along, Kenny. Further gussets it. Yeah, I know, I know. I, uh, I, I guess two uh, questions. Did, Can I ask him? Go ahead. Go ahead, Nash. Sorry about that. I mean to cut you off. Uh, is Ting psychic? No. He's David Pingree psychic. He called uh, Craig's kid as doing going to do really well. He's got some speed in the tank, and the kid did he really did. well. This he weekend. did, and and he really impressed me. Absolutely, Christian Craig was that a good was man. Crazy. He led for halfway. Like okay, you lead for a couple laps. All right, cool, whatever. Like everybody can, everybody can, you know, go balls out for a few laps. But dude, this... everybody forgets that he was on the gas before he got hurt. Yeah, he yeah. was on the gas yeah, when, he rode, when he rode the JGR bike. He was on it. Yeah, he was. You're right. Next question: When is the tire contest going to happen? Kenny, what the hell? Kenny says it's not happening now. He gave it. He he conceded oh, victory on, to me. Kenny, please, come on. <laughs> that was the most girly little. Oh, Kenny, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was. It Make was. Tell me all you want. I'm dying to see the tire changing contest. <laughs> Help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. Whatever, dude. I'm ready for it. We got a week off. Oh boy. Kenny, we don't. I'm not traveling this week. I like how Kenny said, <laughs> I walk my dogs, I go to the airport, and I stay home. You don't go anywhere. Yeah. You're, you don't Steve go anywhere. Steve has you a do circle nothing. that he doesn't go out of. I do. Tell him, Tits. Tell I him. I know you do. Every, every time we, we try to go to lunch or dinner or something like that, it's always like, ah, is it in the circle? And uh, I don't remember exactly what the boundaries are, but it's about a mile, mile and a half, two mile radius around your home. 
give or take. Everything I need is in my circle here. Yeah. I got the post office, the grocery store, a sushi place. Um, Mexican place. Mexican food place. Why does everything have to go with the surrounding Grocery store, what is that? bank, Walgreens. Kenny, grocery store twice. Grocery store twice. Hey, everything Nash, is in my you, circle. Did you notice everything in his circle surrounds him by food? Oh, really? I said Walgreens. I said the bank. <laughs> and the bank. But you have to go. Walgreens has Walgreens has candy and ice cream and milk <laughs> and shit. Okay, so you have to go to the bank to get money to pay for the food. <laughs> uh, dentist office is in the circle. Well, that's why you have to go to the dentist because no, no, you eat no, food no, and it jacks your. No casino what, is no in ma- my circle. No, casino's you, you, out of you circle. Get, you get free drinks. Oh, it says you you hang out at the casino a lot, don't you? We just went to go see Hangover 2 the other day at it. Went outside the circle. Where, Red Rocks? No, Santa Fe. Ooh, you went to the ghetto. No, Santa Fe's nice. Santa Fe's not nice. Oh, I love it. All right, hey, fellas. Have a good show. Good talking to you. See you Nash. Sorry, Kenny. I don't go down to Hard Rock and hang out with fucking Booze McGeek. Booze, Booze, Booze McGeek. Whoever that chick was on Twitter. <laughs> Isn't that where you met her at the Hard no, Rock? she was not the Hard Rock. She, no. was at, she was at GBR. Green what Valley the? Ranch. That's where the band plays. Uh, I don't even know what Steel that is. Steel Panther. Is that across from Henderson? Is that in Henderson? Yeah, it's, it's uh, all the way over off the 215. 215, right past the Eastern. By your house? No, I live I live nowhere near there. So you went outside a circle? I always go outside the circle. Your mistake. One day you're going to get raped and murdered. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Because you got outside the circle. I hope so. I hope I hey. do get raped and murdered at the same time. You want to do Shoop's tweets sometime? I want to know where Shelly Dye's phone number is. Uh, you need to take that up with your wifey. Bad. 30 second delay, so we'll just wait. Call Dave. Call Dave again. <laughs> call yeah, Dave yeah, back. Okay. Try him back. Call Dave back. Uh, <laughs> you're going to call Ron Hanson to say, hey, dude, we're trying to give you publicity. Even though we talk about Hanson for probably under 15 seconds. <laughs> and we talk about everything else. But um, No, we'll ask him what he's doing nowadays. Working for Hanson, doing the support. Hey, let's go to uh, <clears throat> go to Kenny's corner. You ready? Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's corner. You if you don't like it. Suck it. Three names pulled from random AMA point sheets. Uh, three names that Kenny Watson will have, no doubt, some interaction or some story with all three of these names, and he will tell us his best one. We've uh, not done this segment for a while, but uh, I've been storing these names up. Name number one, Kenny. Give me your best Ryan Turlecki story. Ryan Turlecki, Northwest privateer, longtime guy. I believe his best national number was 40. Rode Suzuki's. Ryan Turlecki. He didn't ride. Remember he rode for the shovel company, A.M. Leonard? Oh, he did ride A.M. Leonard. Frankie was his mechanic. Yes. One year at A.M. Leonard. I think that's all the team made it. Am Leonard out of uh, Ohio. Pookie says he doesn't have her number. Uh, Shelly's number. Let's see. Ryan Turd. I used to call him Ryan Turd Liquor. <laughs> uh, did I? Hey, buddy. I remember. I think it's his wife. He got married to our Katie. Friend, our, Katie. Okay. And uh, they were, that was they were a team. Still they used, married. Okay. Cool. Totally cool chick. I remember we were at. Uh, it was Plano Honda and Travis Elliott. We were at um, Sacramento and it was really really hot. I want to say it was like 2001, maybe, and uh, Travis uh, Allen's or Ryan's brother Alan Trelecki, who uh, was worked for a factory team Suzuki Honda, was tr- was uh, the mechanic for Travis Elliott at the time. So uh-huh. they would they came over to the truck, and it was after the f- after the second moto, 
and Elliot had the gnarliest heat exhaustion ever. Like he was <laughs> seeing shit. And dude, he pulled off the track and he went over. There was like a water faucet in front of our truck and he laid under the water faucet and he pulled all his clothes off and he just had his underwear <laughs> on and he pulled out his penis and took a water bottle and was like pouring it over his, his, his unit. And Turlucky's chick was there and she goes, Oh my God, that thing is huge. And I looked at Ryan and I just looked at him and he was looking at me like, is this really going on? Yeah. And he goes, man, I'm in trouble now. So that was, that's, I thought that was it? a pretty, pretty funny story. Elliot's got a, a big one. Elliot has a hog. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a horse. Wow. All right. Good one. Yeah. Uh, next name on the list, uh, Kenny's corner. I have no doubt you have interaction with this individual at some point or another. Stray Cat, Mike Healy. Wow. What do you got for Healy? I mean, kind of before your time. Yeah, you know what? But, like, right at the end of his career when he was really, like, I I want to say, I, I'm not even sure what year it was. It had to be, like, maybe 93. It was, like, I went to the Nationals with uh, with this kid that I was helping from Team Green. And I, like, I really wasn't even a mechanic then because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was uh-huh. more... I was more of the driver hangout, and we were parked, and Mike Healy and his buddy drove in in a, like an Astro van uh-huh. with a dirt bike in it. With Motley Crue, they pulled in Sunday morning. <laughs> like, they drove straight across country. Yeah. With Motley Crue, he had a Pro Circuit Suzuki, 125 he was riding, and they were blaring. What year would this have been? Dude, I, I want to say it was, like, 93. Yeah, he, so he, he was w- back from Europe and stuff? Yeah, he, yeah. he came back from Europe, and I want to say, like, he almost won a moto there, or he did win a moto. She getting it? All right. And it was he was he was up there. He ran yeah. up front. And dude, when they opened the truck, they opened they had the handlebars, yeah. take the handlebars off. Oh, yeah, they had yeah, the yeah. thing pulled down. Yeah. And Healy and his buddy just drove straight through. It was Friday practice. That's what it was <laughs> when they pulled into the pits. Like they just pulled straight yeah. off. They didn't get a hotel. Right. They opened up the side door. Beer cans were flying out of it. <laughs> there were cigarette butts all over. And I was like, dude, that's Mike Healy. Right. Like, Same trip- rocking the hair and everything. Yeah, yeah, big blonde hair, right. tattoos just stacked. Right. Dude, and I walked over <clears> to him, and I'm like, dude, you guys just drove? He goes, yeah, we, did, we, just, we, we drove straight through. The guy went out there, and I think he, pod- he did podium that race. He podium that race. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what race it was. It was the last race the 500 Steel City. ever rode. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Ward was there, and I remember that guy like. How gnarly that guy partied. He, uh, he partied and drove, <coughs> and you know what? He right. threw it in there, and he, dude, he hauled ass that weekend. Okay. Hold on, it was a 500, and you said it was a Suzuki. No, but it was that. It was it was the last 500 national. That's oh. how I remember it. Oh, but he rode a Suzuki 500. He rode a Suzuki 125. Oh, 125. But it was a 125 500 race. Oh, okay. What's the deal? Uh, went to voicemail. Just try, oh, just try to no call Shelly Lawrence. Yeah, uh, they're not Shelly Lawrence. Yeah. Shelly Die. Shelly Die. It's Shelly Lawrence. Oh, okay. Um, I guess we're not having Dave die on the show. I guess yeah, not. No big deal. He's, he'll never be on it. We're trying to help him, and he's not really that cool anyways. I think it'd be funny. I think it'd be I good. think it'll be funny, but Dave died. You know, he – whatever. So, okay. let's finish up. Mike Healy, good one. Yeah, Healy was uh, cool. Third name, Kenny's Corner. Um, did we play an intro for this? Yeah. We did, yeah. Right. Third name, Kenny's Corner. Mid-90s. Friend of MC, privateer guy, Grayson Goodman. Awesome Dallas dude. guy, Awesome right? dude. I don't know what good he's up to. I've heard some word stories. But uh, Grayson, was like he was one of those guys that was one of the longtime privateers that was always solid. You know, he was a you know, top ten guy, whatever class he rode. Matter of fact, he rode for me the last year when he retired at uh, Plano Honda. 
We went to Mexico. He wasn't on my team then. We went to Mexico. And, dude, good. For those uh, World Supercrosses? Yeah, we were in Monterey, Mexico, and we were there for like three days before the race. The dude went out every single night, (laughs) every single night, and partied all night, would be at the pool, show up at the track, did not sleep, did not (laughs) sleep. Finally, the third day, the day of the race, he he, he passed out. Dude, you go in under the they have these big tents with like cots where people can lay. Yeah. He was laying like a freaking bat, with his arms crossed, laying on his back with his eyes shut. It was probably 105 out, <laughs> hotter than shit. People were freaking. Goody gets up, gets his clothes on, rides one lap, and goes back and says, "Dude, I, I'm, I'm I don't got nothing in me." But as soon as the checker flag f- flew and the races were over. It was on. Game time. Goody was back. <laughs> Goodman was one of those guys. He was on it. That rode hard, played hard, party hard. And you know what? I don't really know what Grayson's up to nowadays. I've heard a lot of crazy things. But you know what? He comes from a really, really solid family. Another story that sticks in my mind is we were. He How did wrote, he, him and MC become buddies, I wonder? They were because they they knew uh, uh, there's another guy from Texas named D.L. Wood. His, his uh, sister raced back in the. D. Like, Wood. D Wood. Right. Okay. And they somehow Grayson and MC became friends racing. Oh, okay. Okay. And then they all became buddies. Well, dude, we were at a race and we were, we were at, we were getting tickets. And dude, Grayson's brother stands there and he's, he's asking Grayson where Lachine is. Where's Lachine? He always has good drugs. (laughs) And we're in the AMA line and good. He's like, dude. Derek, shut up! <laughs> that was just uh, Goodman's are good. Grayson Goodman was a good dude, man. Uh, good guy. Guess who was there this weekend? Your old boss. Oh, Steve. was he Steve Wagner? Steve Wagner is it? Yeah. Yeah. What was he? Who's he hanging out with? Still rocking a plain old Shark Honda team shirt. No, he wasn't. Yes. A jer- a team shirt. Yes. Did he have a mullet? No. Yeah, Steve Wagner was a good dude. You know, he put his. He said he uh, Mitch asked him what he was up to, and he said that he just uh, had like a little boring stroke shop or something. Yeah. Like. Dude, that guy, man, he had so much passion. He believed in it, and we all believed in it, and he just got caught up with the sponsor that promised the money, and he fronted the money, and the sponsor never came through and kind of uh, put him under, man. But he he, he he really – He really – he lost like – Yeah, he he lost a lot of money. Yeah, he lost a lot of money. And he he had so much passion for the sport and the team that he really believed that we were going to get that sponsor, and he he put it all out on the line and the dealership. Who got that deal? The Shark Energy Drink. Me. (laughs) You? Me. Oh. So that's why you took the fall a little bit uh, when you were let go. Like no, it was no. like, hey, we got. I, I wasn't let go. I, I wasn't, thought you were let go. No, I was not let go. He gave For me Scott Cheek. No, he gave me the ultimatum, saying, "Hey, I cannot afford to pay you anymore. But when we get this money that I'm owed from sponsors, I will be able to pay you." But I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to take that chance. So you said, "All right." So I just said, "Hey, you know." Did what? you guys get any money from Shark? Not much, like maybe but, five grand. Oh, so uh, five grand out of maybe like three hundred grand. No way. Yeah, well, what happened little. was the dude with with the shark team um, ended up killing himself right in the middle of all the stuff. Oh yeah. So Jesus, he was what he was was he was a uh, an importer for shark in um sh- the shark energy was um from I want to say Indonesia. It was like they're like in their own by they were owned by a company like Johnson and Johnson, a big pharmaceutical company. Uh-huh. They did like. Q-tip, stuff like that. So they were funded, but the guy that gave us our deal was just a, a distributor. Yeah. So he d- really didn't have the money. the money to do it. Yeah. 
So ended up the guy ended up killing himself and Jeez. everything everything went away. Wow, man, gnarly. Yeah. Hey, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call. Uh, we're gonna be on the air for a little while longer. We'll uh, take some of your questions. Wow, that's cool, Steve. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, really, it. if you really look at you know what you know people can say what they want about you know Steve Wagner and Plano Honda and myself, but if you look at the 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 riders that went through that program and. You know, we've had we had some top-notch guys, and you know, there's guys like you know Gio Tedesco, Ivan Tedesco, that you know gave the opportunity to guys when no one else believed in them. You know, Ivan was, you know, we we gave Ivan his first ride. Yeah. You know, and there was guys, you know, that came through like Casey Johnson and Paul Curry, and yeah. you know, Curry was on it one year with you guys. Jerry Dostal, yeah. yeah. He was I mean, there two years I think, but one year he was really. You good. know, Dostal Dostal got fifth in the series two years in a row. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Two thousand yeah. and two thousand and one, he, he was there. You know, Billy Payne rode for that team, and he had injuries for a couple of years, and which was Kenny hired Billy Payne. Really? Wow, shocker! Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was kind of a shocker for me too. That kind of, I kind of took the heat from that one because I really, he he really didn't want to hire Billy at the time, and I kind of went to bat and kind of backfired on me. So <laughs> there were some things that you know I learned from Steve, and you know I, I'm I'm grateful he gave me an opportunity to to show what I could. See, do I thought it went bad. I thought it went. No, bad no, we this. things yeah, never yeah. went bad with us. Right. He. You know, I was I was in a really crazy part of in my life mm-hmm. with uh you know, I had a, a little pill addiction going on and I was, you know, not where I needed to be and you know, I think Steve hung in there with me as long as he could and he the money ran out and and, and I I thought I was doing a great job, just like a lot of people do when they have an addiction problem. They think that, you know, everyone around them's the the problem and yeah, I had yeah, to yeah, yeah. I had to really look at myself after I left there and, and get a grip on my life and say, Hey, this is what I got to do. I got to, you know, make myself better. And I thought I gave it everything. And maybe I cheated him a little bit by not being on my toes like I really should have been. But you know what? I had nothing bad to say about that guy. He gave me an opportunity. And, you know, I'd like to think that there was a brand that was built. And there were some things that maybe we should have done, you know, with more marketing and, and really promoting the shop and selling stuff and doing that. But, hey, you know what? Um, I hope that he doesn't uh, have any hard feelings about it and, you know, life life goes on. Yeah. Um. So, but you th- you're saying uh, he lost uh, Plano Honda because of that deal? Uh, I I wouldn't say. Bec- I think it had a lot to do with it, but I think it was. That's uh, crazy that it would cost a man his uh, his livelihood. You know. Well, like, I think like, that he he had that much believe. You know, and it and he had a partner that went. You know, the partnership went away and. Just a, a bunch of things happened that I, maybe some stuff I don't really know about, right. but like uh, like for example, like Michael Holligan, you know, um, he had a race team, and once the Buku money wasn't there, he he pulled out. He ain't putting his own money yeah. out there. Well, and I a think, lot of guys wouldn't. But I think Steve I don't think did. I don't want to say Steve Wagner put his own personal money into it, right. but I think he used money out of the dealership, and it came it got really dirty at the end where he was so far in debt that he couldn't even order parts from Honda without paying them for up for, you know you know up front. So it was hurting his dealer if a guy brought in a gold wing and crashed it. Right. That he had to get the money. They had to pay for the fairing cash. Hey, Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. What's this? What what happened to your, your call screener? Uh, he's on the line. He's probably talking to some chick or something. Or maybe he's cutting off another Twitter follower. I hope it's not me. <laughs> no, you could be next, bud. You never uh, know. I guess you, you never know. What's up, Moser? Uh, just drowning my sorrows. I didn't even make didn't even make the top ten. Dude, 
You did make the top ten. You, you did make the top ten, but unfortunately, you didn't make the top three, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, like I said. I feel if Kenny had read yours, you'd be much higher because it was pretty funny, and it copied his Match.com profile. So well, I thought it was rather humorous, but okay. right. could, could we post honorable mentions? Sure, we can. Yeah, that gets me a lot. Thanks, Seth. You're welcome. Uh, hey, we're going to go to our next guest, Mose. You want to stay on the line? Oh, did, is he actually, He you finally got a hold of him? No, we got Nick away. Even better. All right, I'll just call back. All right, bye. Yeah, How can bye. we go from Dave to Nick? That's two different. Nick Way. Go ahead, caller. So <laughs> we had a guest drop out tonight, and we were looking to fill in time, and I thought, who's the best guest we could get? And we called four or five guys, but we finally got you. <laughs> I'm you're kidding. lucky your name didn't show up on my caller ID. I would have clipped you. What what did show up? Just a 702 number? It was 702. I was hoping Watson was calling. He, he, and I was keeping my fax machine on. Well, yeah. I mean, he just came on earlier and said they want to have their team locked and loaded. By I was going was, was to call you to see if you got uh, what Dietrich's number for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably should. Oh. I'm just kidding, Way. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Nick Way on the line, people on, on the uh, on the show. Nick, um, man, uh, how'd your weekend go in Texas? Uh, one all right, one not so good. No, I think I got ten, 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 or ten, eleven, something like that. Tenth overall, ten oh eight. But correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm going to look at the stats here. Uh, yes, Moto Two start twenty eighth, not good. Really, was that bad? That's what it's telling. <laughs> that's what it's telling me here, and I and I thought to myself, "Wow, Wade's got himself a big hole here to dig." Dig. Yeah, I just I don't know. On the second moto, I didn't feel like I could really put in too much of like a hard push. That's for sure. But I just rode kind of steady and was able to catch up where I wanted. I mean, I guess where I got was eleventh, but right. would have liked to done would have liked to done better. But uh, so everybody, but Reed. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Everybody's wishing that. How uh, how was the heat? How was the track? Let me ask you this first before we get before we get too too gnarly into this. Um, I was talking to Reed earlier about this. I'm going to write about it in my column. I don't like all these jerkies dumping so much sand on the national tracks. Right? It, it's it's a little much, isn't it? Well, it really like it's kind of it makes sense to be honest with you, Mathis. All right, please the, tell me the stuff. The stuff at Hangtown, I don't even know if it was dirt. That was weird. Uh-huh. Like, especially, like, on the downhill, the fastest part of the track. I don't know. I mean, I guess I didn't see anybody really go over the bars in there, but, I mean, it looked like there was, like, kickers. Right. But I guess it was kind of just, like, rice or whatever. He just blew through it, which is super weird. Yeah, it was weird. So, um, this weekend, I think, yeah, I mean, they put, like, maybe, like, a foot or two of sand on top of, like, a hard-packed base all the way around. Mm-hmm. And then did their famous overwater job, and then so like the middle of the track was super, super muddy, and then the out like inside or outside was pretty pretty good. But I think it, I mean especially in places like Texas, it's kind of I mean with it so hot, and especially with it being windy this weekend, I think the only thing they can do to keep it to where it's not like either super muddy or super dusty, you know, for the whole day is to put sand on it to hold some moisture. So I mean, I guess I applaud them for their effort. Pretty, I mean, I think it was an improvement, honestly. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it just it seems like you have to be able to ride sand, and they put up sand whoops in. Like Redbud's got, you know, thirty sand whoops, and, and Texas has sand whoops. It's like, what are we, 
you like run the same tire every week, and it's just I don't know. I like the different terrains. I, I hear what you're saying, though, t- dust and mud and all that, but I don't know. I, I like. I it. mean, really, that that's why like Redbud went away from it. I mean, like from having a normal dirt and guy got sand. I mean, you can ask Kenny. I mean, way before you were coming to the races, Mathis, there used to be like mud hole at the national. I mean, I remember coming around the second turn at Redbud. I'm like practice on my 80 and i just literally like the front end went under a mud hole and it was like i went over the bars and my bike was just sitting there and under the mud like to the front fender (laughs) well but but, i mean now everybody talks about how sick it is but for years everybody hated the place because it was like either super muddy or right you know there's no in between no i I mean do you remember red but how how, like it would be so muddy in practice and then there'd be three ruts no. Inside, outside, middle right. I was going to the Nationals then. No, I weren't. remember in that. Canada, you were. Here's what I was, Here's what I do remember. I saw. Well, it's the same. It was the same as that Troy, Ohio. Like a lot right. of people didn't really want to ride the first practice. It'd be like ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, it's like it's the same type of dirt. Like, you know, if you don't have anything to mix in the clay, it's like it's either muddy or it's super dry. And obviously, it's a long day. So. Hey Nick, I'm glad you said that because I said the same exact thing to Chad about about the track. About Chad Troy. agreed with me, by the way. Just saying, the, the winner. Well, agreed I, with I don't care. Chad can agree with you, but I'm 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 agreeing um, with the real. No, deal. I saw two Red seven, Bud, the two race, seven. the race that Larocco launched into Kurdowski or vice versa. I don't remember. I just yeah. I just watched it on VHS maybe um, a, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. That was the one where Amradio and Demet got in a fight at the bottom of the hill. That was more of like a yeah. That was that was maybe more of a highlight than anything. Right. The track back is, when I was a young spectator. The track is hard packed and dusty. It really <clears> is. And uh, and we've come a long Case way. Closed, Mathis. Put some sand on it. That bitch is. Everyone's talking about how sick it is. Well, uh, they throw the wood chip on there now, don't they? At Redbud. Well, the last couple of years, evidently the budget's got a little tight to get sand, so they just put everybody, the neighbors, leaves down there in the. <laughs> they get all their in mulch, the, mulch in the bottom. They say mulch wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just I want to see you guys ride different terrains and see guys, you know excel on hard pack and some guys excel in sand but it just seems like every track's almost the same and they're throwing in man-made jumps everywhere they're throwing in sand whoops on a hard pack track i just i, just, I don't know i just don't like it go all to right. canada then all right jesus sorry bud um so how how's the outdoors been going for you you uh um, right, Kenny? Uh, i agree bud speaking of canada speaking of back canada, up there First national this weekend, first start of the series this weekend coming up, and I got a call today from a top team up there that's looking for a Kawasaki rider that could quote unquote that could win, and I'm like, you're calling me seven days before the first race to get you a Cali rider that could win. And they want him for free too, right? Probably. I don't know. I just laugh. I'm like, I, I got nobody. Give him, did you give him the CB's number? I told him about Blos, but Blos can't win. So he can't. No, he could do well. He can't win. <clears throat> Anyways, I just thought it was funny. Speaking of Canada, so how's the outdoor? You want you want to tell Matt how, how Blows did his last race? Yeah, but he, you know what he says? Well, if Bubba didn't fall and <laughs> this didn't happen and that didn't happen, he would have got ninth. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, how's the Nationals been going for you, Nick? So far, two rounds in. What, what's your thoughts? You've been there. You've seen how he's doing. Why uh, you are you asking what? him? Fuck you guys. I can't, I can't, I can't ask anything. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know what to say. Tell him, Nick. I'm trying. No, it's been, I mean, it's been going okay. I mean, obviously I would like to have done better, but it's tough. I mean, 
when uh, you know you're come off an, an, the Supercross and you have such little time to prepare, and you have like 20 dudes who just been sitting on the couch or you know basically packed in Supercross or decided not to race or whatever the deal was, and then they've been burning down 40 minute motos for the last 90 days. It's kind of tough to uh, compete at these first couple when you're just kind of getting started. So I mean, I was. I was stoked to get in the top 10 this weekend, uh-huh. and uh, I didn't do as well as I would have liked to hang count, but, I mean, both races were better than what I did last year, so but, um, I mean, I'm stoked to improve, but, I mean, obviously I need to push to be more in the top five, and I'm working on it from here. I, I think with this week off, you'll see a lot of uh, guys improve and kind of meet where some of these dudes have been. I mean, obviously the top three guys have, you know, in the series or top five or whatever it is. Right. They race Supercross, but you know there's guys like Metcalf and Dietrich and Christian Craig and a lot of guys who are just in the mix that have or come in super prepared. You know, right, so. right. Yeah, hey, quick. Are you going to stay? Are you going to go back east? Are you going to stay in Michigan for the duration for the outdoors when you guys head that way? Or are you going to stay in Cali? Yeah, I'm going to uh, to Michigan from High Point. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay there for the rest. That's of the when year. I say. That's when I say way will be. He'll be top, top six. <laughs> He'll be top six from here on out after he goes back east. After he goes back east, because way has... I haven't I haven't been back home in like a few years because I haven't like had too many people to ride with and whatever. But was Vlade coming out of retirement I'm... or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, but really, like, I mean, my daughter she's four now, and like she wants to go see her grandparents and whatever. So it's like I have everything there to do what I need to do. Right. And so I, I should go there, really, you know? Yeah, that'd be Maybe. awesome. I'll send Eichel. Eichel's got out on probation, so we'll send Jimmy <laughs> up there. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, dude, you know who I saw in Vegas, bro? You know who came up to me and he, he John just. Kitch. Yep. He just stood oh, in front Kitch of was me. There? He just stood in front of me and says, Do you remember me? And I'm like, Are you kidding me? Kitch, what's up? <laughs> he was like, I didn't think you would remember me. I'm like, Johnny Kitch, yes. Yeah, he rolled up to the tent and. uh me and Vlade were throwing him down. I yeah. like he said hi to me, and then Vlade was sitting there, and I'm like, Vlade, look at who's here, dude. Because he was actually like one year he was, I think the year before Vlade turned turned pro, like his last year of A class or whatever. He spent like the winter in Florida with Kitch and whatever. Dude, I think I think, Kitch- I think actually that was when I saw Vlade back at the spring races, and he had like a graphics bong graphic kit on his shroud. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Kitch was was fast, huh? Back Dude, in the day, like Nick would know. Yeah, no, he was fast. Um, yeah, there was a lot of dudes in Michigan who were like pretty gnarly coming up back when like Kitch and Swink and I guess LaRocca would always race those guys, and Kitch would always talk about how LaRocca was a pussy. <laughs> We'd push him around like he was nothing. Now look at him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's Iron Mike you're talking about there, Kitch. I know. Uh, I was like, really, Kitch? Well, but Kitch. But Kitch, he's not away though. Who do you work for as a mechanic? Swink? Swink. Swink, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that he would, he was like, we'd be on the road during the week, and Swink would, like, every, the guys would start working on their bikes, and we'd be just like, and he'd be like riding in the woods on his bike. He'd just go riding on Swink's bike. <laughs> <laughs> I got Swink's race bike. He goes, dude, he ain't going to ride it. I might as well. <laughs> yeah. He would always hit, tell me to get gear for him. Dude, you know who else was gear. in Vegas? Jeff Glass. Yeah, no, he he. I I shouldn't say he was. His body was, but his mind wasn't. Guy was. <laughs> did you talk to Glasshole? He was out of his mind. He was with Gene. 
Did you see him? No, I didn't. Even, I didn't even see him. No. He was with Newmac. You couldn't have missed Newmac. He's big as a house, but dude, I I couldn't believe like Glass. He looks like he's like sixty years old, dude. He was just so out of his mind. Field of Dreams. Yeah. Dreams Field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, so Nick, you uh, what what do you got? What's Buki doing right now? Um, no doubt listening to you. Looking at a picture of you touching yourself. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why you got to be like that? Hey, Wayne, how's the bike, dude? Everyone wants to talk about the bike, your, your bike, the Yamaha. Are well, you, you happy tell, with it? You want to tell Nick about the rape code first that we, Pookie's got a Nick Way code? What? <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. All right. Talk about the bike. Talk about the bike, Nick. How, 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 how is your bike different than everyone's? Because it seems like you're, you're dealing with it, and it's fine. I had two guys tell me, look at Dietrich's bike. Look at it. It's kicking him everywhere. One of them was Villeman. He, really? he can barely hang on to that thing. Because I guess DV was a little upset about his own rider and his lack of – or and his blaming of the bike. Yeah, so. but did, but I think maybe DV saying that is because – you guys do you guys run the uh, show stuff, right, Nick? Yeah. Maybe he's saying that because he's – because Purcell's saying <laughs> Purcell's that saying, that could be the key right. is to get that stuff. Yeah, right, get the pro circuit show stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the bike definitely takes some getting used to, and there's no getting around it. But uh, I mean, I, right. it definitely has it definitely has good power for sure, and I I don't think it's bad. I think it just takes some getting used to. Right. I mean, to be on, to be honest with you, yeah. I mean, like like I said, you know, when I first got on the phone, I think for sure, like once I get racing, it's gonna I'm gonna bit improve, and it was like really the same in Supercross. Yeah, you'd said this. And like, I, I, did, I kind of started off like not super sick, and then got more comfortable and started like getting more competitive. Like as the series went on, went on. Yep. And then, uh, kind of like went to Daytona and was like, mine was blown. I didn't really like know what to expect there, and had a tough race. And then, right. you know, coming coming into outdoors, like, everything felt good. But then when you get to different tracks, you you know you're not sure what it's going to do. So I, you know. Takes a little bit of time to get used to, but it's a good bike for sure. I mean, the quality's sick, and it's just a little different. I mean, the engine's backwards, so it's, of course it's going to mm-hmm. handle a little different than what anything you've ridden before in in some you know in some conditions. So, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And like you said, once you get more time on it, it it'll be uh, it'll be better. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, and I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. But no, yeah, it's a good bike. It's just it's different. I mean, it takes some getting used to. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, what'd you make of the Texas track and, uh, and the heat? How are you doing in that second moto? Are you all right? Are you seeing stars? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely pretty hot. I mean, I yeah. think the wind was, uh, favorable for everybody. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely, like on the jumps, it was blowing you to the side, but right. it definitely made it so it didn't feel quite as hot, you know, like it wasn't as, as stale as it normally was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, it was still hot. I mean, I could have definitely been stronger in the second moto, and probably the last ten, fifteen minutes of the first moto. I mean, that definitely affected me. But yeah, wow. uh, twenty. It was yeah, twenty-eight to eleventh, bud. Twenty-eight to eleventh. Hey, JGR uses show forks too. Yeah, Always? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty Always? sure they used well last last, last two years. Year, yeah, they, the first year they had a team or whatever. They always they started with the KYBs, and then last year they built their own shock, right, Mathis? Built their own shock and bought Showa forks. And, and started using Showa forks. Yeah, so the, the, I think they're on the second generation of their shock. Yeah. Speaking of forks, how, how's your vision, Nick? How's your goggles working out? All right. Yeah. All right. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard did Han pull off the track because he couldn't see anything. 
No, no, that's not true. He he had a, a gas tank issue. Uh, so he got a little bit of gas in his lens, and his lens cracked. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Uh, we lost the eight hundred. So we're, we're, you know, if, if if everything's okay with you, that's fine. I'm not trying to, you know. <laughs> Why? What happened? Well, I mean, no, I'm just saying he he's out for a few races. That's all. Oh, he's he's not racing. At that point. Oh, he's still on the team, but I don't know if he's uh, going to be at High Point or not. I, I, I what do you? Th- I, I don't think he sh- he is. I don't know. He says he is, but who? Alessi. Is that three? That's two. That's well. I I'll, I think he'll be there. You do? Yeah, yeah he'll be there. All yeah. Right, all right. I yeah. don't know. I, just... I was surprised he wasn't there this weekend. To be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He probably wasn't there because like Bodner and them are like what they say at the riders' meeting is that you can't like. I don't know. If the doctor tells you something, you have to go by those rules or something like that, right, right Kenny? Right. Something like that. Kenny doesn't know. He doesn't go to riders' meeting. He doesn't walk the track. I don't know. Either. I've been to a riders' meeting all year to tell you the truth. <clears throat> yeah, you pretty much know everybody. Why go there and meet them? Exactly. I've I've already met them all. I and there's like no them. way he's sticking around for Hudson's <laughs> devotional thing. I do do. I do. I do do that. Oh, well, there goes my because I don't want to listen to uh, John Gallagher. I would rather listen to Steve Hudson than John Gallagher any day. He makes way more sense. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, all right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. We just want to get you on for 10, 15 minutes and uh, find out your deal. Hey, you know who our guest was going to be? Dave Dye. He he blew us off. He was way too cool to do the show. <laughs> really? Do you believe that? It's not true. Is it because he's mad? Is, is he mad because Mathis is claiming to be Ferry's favorite mechanic and he thinks he was? <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask Chad who his worst mechanic ever was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're gonna, you, you're, are you nominating Dave Dye right now? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, uh, Dave Dye, Dave Dye claimed, said he had a battery problem on his cell phone, and then it died. That's according to our phone screener. Yeah, yes. I guarantee you if uh, his if Ron Hudson was trying to get it, Hinson was trying Ron to, Hudson? Ron Hinson was trying to get a hold of him, he would have picked that thing right up. He would have he plugged that phone right into the charger. What clutch is, do you use, Kenny? Hinson. Oh, well, then Dave Dye's your guy. No, Ron, Ron Hinson's my guy. Oh. All right. Berlin. You want to know what clutches I use, Mathis? GYTR? Yep. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes Barnett. Yeah. Really? You used to run I'm Barnett. I'm kidding. Do they make clutches? Yeah, they do. Hey, wait. You I ran thought ba- that was like 1970s. You okay. ran Barnett when you arrived Privateer Cowies the first year. I guarantee you did. Privateer uh, Cowies. Didn't you, when you first came out of the amateur, didn't you ride Cowies? Dude, Cowie? he went right in the pro circuit truck. He don't ride no. You yeah. went right in the pro circuit truck right right after Loretta's. Yeah. Yeah. What was your, what was your, th- what was your number? Three digits. Well, I rode I rode like Binghamton or whatever, and then I was number sixty-seven. That was your rookie's number. What was your yeah. What was your three-digit when you were a privateer? I mean, when you were a God damn it, Kenny wasn't a privateer. Okay, Steve, I made a mistake. All right, you freaking idiot. When, <laughs> when I was amateur, five eight six. Five eighty six. That would be a good trivia question. Nick Way's number. Yeah, I wouldn't know it. Hey, I was I was flipping through Mathis's magazine. He's got behind him there. Yeah. And I saw I was like I saw an ad of. Uh, like that, the MXA stuff, or like that wide open race, and that dude Jamie, remember him? Yeah, Dave Osterman. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Jay, like oh Jamie, Jamie. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was Dave's partner. Jamie oh, Stern. Really, Jamie, Jamie Dave Stern. Was wide yeah, open Osterman race? imported that. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Stearns. Really? Yeah. Wow, who knew? I was telling Mathis like I got a job at the bike shop, like I don't know, because my friend's parents owned it, and I was working there like twice a week or something. And basically, I bought like uh, I bought an MXA seat cover because those things were sick. <laughs> and then I bought like Honda clutch perch and Honda top, like whatever that is, the reservoir. Yeah. 
so I could run the black levers like Pro Circuit dudes because I just got 125s. Uh. <laughs> Boom, and then like then that Jamie dude was stoked that I bought a seat cover. So then from there on out, I just sent him my seat. He'd hook the seat covers up. I got like the, I was like the first amateur that I ever knew of that had like pre-printed. So I was stoked. Wow, and then weren't those MXA seat covers like? Six inches thick? Weren't they like super thick? They were super, they were made of like rubber and they were, they were the first seats that really had ribs in them. Remember, Nick? Yeah, they were yeah. awesome. Yeah. They were sick. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? I don't know. Uh, we ran them with Birdwell. If, if they weren't so heavy, dudes would still be running them. They're, like the quality was sick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were super thick and super heavy. Yeah, super durable. Um, yeah. No, I, we ran seat stuff when, when I was Birdwell's guy because it was free. Yep, out of, the, out of the truck. Hey, what about your guy for seat? You know who he is, Swinehart. Oh, Scott Swinehart. Yeah, yeah. I still see Scott every now and then. Swiney. Yeah. Free bars, free sprockets, <laughs> filters, and breadstones. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It was a good day. I didn't know Osterman was in that wide open racing deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What yeah. else has he done, dude? Mike Bell, dude. Yeah. Golden Wrench mechanic. Do you remember in the in the oh, really? in the mid eighties there was a brand that Answer sold called Oz. They had silencers yeah. and handlebar braces. Really? That was Dave Osterman. Huh. Yeah. Oz. Dude, he worked for Mike Bell in like 1980. He was the Golden Wrench yeah. Award. There's a picture of him, an MSR ad, dude, back in the day. He has the biggest fro. He's bitching looking. Yeah, and he got manager of the year this year. Uh, Kenny got second. I respect his hustle, I guess. Yeah, it's coolers. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know him that well. I mean, obviously he's like nice, like I talk to him in passing or whatever. Right. Yeah, his coolers aren't even wrapped. Kenny got second. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, clearly, it was a sham. Oh, you're, tell, you you're telling me there's no way Prater in general. There was a category for the sweetest sleeveless team manager. <laughs> I, I would have had it. I would have had it. Yep. Or the least number of times in the manager's tower, Kenny Watson. I was there. I was there more than J Bone. Oh, you were? Heck I yeah. You, you said you used to go up in a suite with Hart. No, dude, I went there one time or twice in the suite. I saw you carrying a mixed drink in the middle of the heat races one time. <laughs> I saw that. I saw Hey, that. so we'd like to have a good time. There was one time where I came back from the hot lab and you were my mechanic and you were eating a cookie. <laughs> More than once. No, just one time, Pontiac. Just one time. And I gave him the, are you effing serious? Yeah. And I'm like, just don't get any cookie in my race goggles. Give me those. <laughs> Brooks had them in his pocket and was munching on them. I was like, hey, those look good. Usually you took a long time to get back from parade laps. Not, not that time. Clearly, I was hyped. Yeah, it was Pontiac. It was your hometown when we were privateers of the year. Um, right on. Thanks for coming on the show, bud. No notice and anything. Filling in for Dave Dye. It's great. Great times. Hey. What, uh, enjoy your weekend off. I know I will. We're go me and Kenny are going to the Travis Pastrana Nitro, hey, Nick, Nitro Nick, Circus Nick. thing Let's together. Let's get it straight. I'm going to be there, and he's going to be there. We're not going to go together. If I see him there, he might get a head nod. Dude, you guys are going to carpool. We are going to be there together, Kenny. Dave, you, Dave dies you on. Might get a head nod. Dave dies <laughs> on Facebook right now. That's what someone just said in the chat room. So his phone's dead, but he can go on Facebook. I, dude, Nick's better than Dave dies, I guess. Any day, Nick. Um, Nick weighs the best guest. No, me and Kenny time. are going to Pastrana Nitro Circus at the MGM this weekend. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> dude, we're not going together. Really? Though. That was that was that's going this because on the way to the airport, I heard him. Got, he got interviewed on the San Diego radio station. Mm-hmm. It's like he was practicing or something at Paula. And I'm like, for what? I don't really understand. But so there's something going on at the MGM this next weekend. Yeah, this this coming Saturday. It's it's uh, they're, like they're, what 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 are they gonna do? Like, well, I think it's the, just like the boom boom hop jam thing, uh, just Nitro Circus. Yeah, they got a guy in a wheelchair doing a backflip. They got 
Um, Travis, they got uh, double front flips. I, I don't know. Yeah, they got all that shit going on. And me and uh-huh. Kenny are going together. We got tickets and, and for free passes, and we're going. You guys are going to share cotton candy and whatnot. Yeah. No, we'll be good. Yeah, we'll see how this works out for him, Nick. One beer, two straws. Hey, we got has-beens on the line to talk to Nick, but do we even? No, no, I'll, we'll do you a favor. You don't want to talk? Yeah. yeah. Has-beens out. Hey, so who's this, what Cali team in Canada? I can't say. I can't divulge. Are you Le- talking about Whitley? No, it's Leading Edge, Cali. Really? The Why? Don't they, don't they have that mayor kid? We got Mayor and Gerky, but apparently maybe Gerky thing's not working out, or maybe they're looking for so the, another so, guy. So you're telling me if between Gerky, Blos, and Mayor, that those Gerky and Mayor are better than Blos? And, and, and no, can, can, no, they wanted a guy who can win though, and Gerky and Mayor can't win. Okay, I understand. That makes a lot of sense. That's so Canadian for me right now. Who's gonna win? Colton Fasciati. Yeah. Well, am I going to go back up there and catch on the ass whipping? What, what are we doing? <laughs> Anytime, I will make that trip with you again, and we will get our revenge. Dude, it, well, last time you brought me, like, two days after my bike sucked some water. I mean, I'm not trying to make any excuses. No, no. Listen. Than I was expecting. But no. when I brought it back, I literally blew it up within five minutes. Of and also too, also, too, you didn't have a pure sand tire on on a pure sand track. Those dudes were running, uh, like, full scoop tires. I'm not making excuses for you either, but. I think, yeah, I think the setup of the bike wasn't quite where it needed to be. You did set the fastest time in practice, so clearly. And I do remember stopping and telling you, who's winning? Get in the tower and find out. And yeah. I said, all right, you watch this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because no, that's, it's Matt, true. there's never any confidence in me. Things I just straight up suck. Oh, yeah, I think you just straight up suck. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. Why'd you sell him out for ferry then? I didn't sell him out for ferry. Ferry was your I, favorite. I flipped him, actually, because I was like, Kibby's available. Exactly. Kibby's out. You're, Kibby's available, Matt, that you're out. Thankfully, Timmy rescued me. Plus, it was getting awkward because I like Pookie, and he liked Pookie. And, uh... <laughs> hey, it could have been a lot <laughs> Whatever, worse. dude. You had LP. You're fine. It, it could have been a lot worse. You could have ended up driving David Bulliman's bus. Me? Like, yeah, like like Ross. Oh, like Kiwi? Yeah. No. Oh, uh, Kiwi. I forgot Kiwi did that. Kiwi's working for Mariana Balby right now. <laughs> um, she uh, got third this weekend. She did. X brand goggles. Podium finish. Shockingly, shockingly, Kenny Kenny knows who got third in the league. I know, right? How's that even come yeah. together? He's so random. He's so random. You have no idea. Matt Lemoyne got seventh too, by the way. Dude, and uh, I talked to his mechanic on the way back when I was leaving. He said he crashed and went back to in the twenties and then came back to second moto. Yeah, we had him on earlier, like half hour ago. He was really? Uh, yeah, he's. Hey, why? Why was the? Why was like Ben Evans and those dudes not there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, because the only reason I bring that up is because I saw him just smash Lemoyne off the track right after they got lapped, like four feet. They got lapped uh, one turn before the finish, and then, uh, what's his name, the dude I just asked about. Evans? Evans? Just smashed Lemoyne, like, off the track, so he had to come around and do a loop around to Where? go over the finish. In Texas? And I was like, I love it, that dude wants it. No. High point. Is that Hangtown? Hangtown, yeah. Wow. You, yeah. should, you should come. I notice, these, I notice these details. Yeah, no, you do. You should come up to Vegas this Saturday night and come with me and Kenny to the Metro uh, Circus. Bring, bring Mini V. Highly unlikely. He'd love it. Kenny, are you gonna? Are, are we gonna go backstage and meet the guys? Dude, why do you keep saying we? I ain't hanging out with you, dude. I hang out with you three hours a night. 
uh, three hours on a Monday night, that's plenty for me, dude. I get my fix, unless I need to ride somewhere. Whatever, dude. Well, good. You got you got Pookie. What do you need me for? Pookie's gonna Pookie's gonna want to go home. She's not gonna be very excited. She's gonna want to go to Del Taco. <laughs> exactly. That's what she was on Saturday at the banquet. Fuck. Uh, she made me leave early because she wanted to go to Del Taco, and she's just wasted. And I'm like, what are you doing? Makes me want to come in the studio just so I can look at those magazines, though. I bet you I can find some sweet stuff Oh, dude, about. I've been through every one of them. They're awesome. I sit here. Did you Did you see my Twitter picture of R.O. With the, doing the uh, Shaka from the JT ad? No. no. R.L.? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I, yeah, with the, with the leather jacket, right? No. It, it, he did, like, the magazine I was looking at where I'm talking about the MXA and all that. It was like the, the wide open racing ad, and I also looked, and there was it was like a JT ad, and it had RL did, and just full bleach white hair, like in the gear, and then he had one where he had no shirt on, and, and he's like looking back doing the shaka bra. <laughs> there's a lot of things. I'll, that, I'll, I, I'll tweet it again right now at you guys, just so you can see it. I, there's a lot of things that RL probably wishes he had back. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, are you working with him again? Who, who's he working with? I saw him this weekend. Um, yeah, he's helping me. Is he okay? Yeah, and there was some. Is he yeah. helping somebody else too? He's helping uh, Ty Simmons, and he's helping that's that Jason Jason Anderson now. Oh, and yeah. he helped the slew of amateur kids also. I keep waiting for Jason, Jason Anderson's breakout ride. Wygant claims that he's just as fast as Wilson was when Wilson came out, and I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Where's that kid from? Uh, I don't know. New Mexico. Oh, I didn't know much about him either, but. We are we are becoming bros. Perhaps we ask Hot Sauce about him. He wouldn't know. I haven't, I haven't, he wouldn't know. only time yeah. Ivan goes to New Mexico is when he gets injured. And he has to drive through there because he can't fly on his way home. <laughs> then, he makes, then he makes an appearance. Now, Wygant says Jason Anderson was as fast as Wilson at Loretta's, and he's going to do the same thing, and it hasn't happened, and he's very big well, fan he of mu- Jason he must Anderson. be sick, Wygant said. Yeah, I mean, he's big... he's on TV and everything. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's on TV and everything. All right, bud. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, you know what I would like to see hung up in your in your man cave up there is the crazy board. I got the crazy board. You know what? You're right. It's in the garage. I should have brought it up. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it be up there? No, it needs to be. Absolutely. Plus, I'm not really too happy with my placement on my jersey, to be honest. I mean, like you can't even see it behind the chair. Well, you you can, but Tits's little thing was there. It wasn't Tits's thing. Isn't always there. So can you put like? Can I be like the skirting on Tits' table? Uh, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. That'd be sick. You didn't notice this, but the jerseys, the four jerseys are the riders I've worked for, and everybody else's jerseys are is everywhere else. There's symmetry to that wall. There's Ferry, Smith, and Way, three three guys that I worked with the longest. Well, where's Birdwell jersey, dude? He, he's not, he doesn't rate. Well, fuck. Yeah. Hey, he, what about your guy Sean Kalos? Yeah, I got his jersey too. Kalos doesn't you, rate you though. You mad because you got fired? That was uh, no, I didn't get fired from Kalos. I got fired from Keeney. Oh, okay. Yeah, Keeney, Keeney. I didn't paint his frame, and then I said, "Well, dude, <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I was going to say something about this, yeah, something about I, I knew it was something to do with paint." <laughs> and I said to him, "Dude, you you went like seventeen, seventeen, and we drove across the country all week, and I didn't paint your frame." And then the next week, his dad, I I built his bike the next week. Saturday morning, he shows up with his dad and goes, hey, my dad's my mechanic from now on. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you are an ass. Did he roll in with the, pa- with the, with the can of Krylon? PJ1 Krylon no, like that. Yeah, no, it was a PJ1. No, he had some VH1, dude. And you had to paint the, on the Yamahas then because it had that glitter. You had to go white undercoat and purple. then blue. The purple? No, it was blue. Are you sure? Yeah, it was 96. It was blue. 
Those bikes were bad though, dude. With the uh, with the uh, PJ one black and sticker hey, on them. Instead. I don't know. Pat, Patch's bike looked pretty bitching. Hey, you want to hear a story dude. about Patch's bike? Suck it, dude. We were at Minneapolis one year, Corn Dogs hometown race, and you remember how everyone pits inside there? We were leaving, and I was getting a ride from Patchy out of the hotel, and he goes, "Hold on, let me put a clutch in real quick," and he pulled the 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 cover off he leaned it over and he pulled it off and it was like a smoke show dude there was no oil in the thing and he's like dude you didn't see don't don't tell and you know every mechanic has a deep dark secret well his secret isn't too uh well kept the dude had no oil in the clutch and the dude went out and rode practice on it well my deep dark secret actually nick tells everybody so it doesn't matter what all five of his clutch springs bolts backed out and rubbed on the inside of the clutch cover and I knew exactly what was wrong with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops, yeah, that happened to me that. before, too. Ah, you see, Kenny? It's happened to all of us. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, it no, never I... happened to Strick Warner, though, did it? Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah. He's pretty focused. Strick Warner and I were asking Jimmy Perry if we were the lead mechanics when he was our manager on each of our teams. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He probably I, equally hated both of you. I didn't realize. I didn't understand, but Jimmy really cracked on strict order hard. I thought maybe, yeah, he, apparently he was not lead mechanic at Pro Circuit, just like I was no. not lead mechanic at Yamaha. Strict order, very outspoken. Very outspoken. Yeah, he got yeah, into a like, fight. Like, like, if you're thinking, wow, this guy's a douche, he's saying it. Um, he, uh, Him and Ferry got into a text battle uh, two weeks ago. Ask him about it. Um, Timmy, Why? Timmy didn't feel like his Scott – contract and clothing were coming fast enough apparently he's got something to get ready for i'm not sure what maybe loretta's 2012 and uh so he kind of went off on strict order and then strict order hit him back with equally going off on him and they were twitter fight or text fighting that's not that's not the first like the first time i've heard him get into somebody he almost beat my friend up on my parents deck one night because my friend said he didn't he didn't really like heineken <laughs> Strick Warner launched his gear off the deck and said, what do you mean you don't like Heineken? Let's have to do it right now. <laughs> I'll bottle you. I'll cut you. And I said, this guy's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. I wonder how it went at Honda in a Toyota form, too, if he was he was going off on dudes there, too. Um, well, who did you have for uh, mechanics? There's Feeney, Kenny G, Strick Warner, Bundy. So, yeah, all pretty late. Bundy wasn't my mechanic. No, no, no. Not you. I mean, just on his team with him. Uh, you didn't have Feeney or Kenny G either, did you? Yeah, I backed in the Feeney's truck one day at the car exchange. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I, think I heard yeah, it. Yeah. That's that's it up. Uh, all right, bud. Thanks for coming on. All right, Watson. Have fun this weekend, dude. All right, Nick. Good luck the rest of the year, buddy. Hope to see you out there maybe one time. If not, I'll be rooting you on in front of the TV at the pool. You going to Red Bud or no? Uh, no, not hey. Red Bud. I'm, hey, you know, matter of fact, uh, you're going to be gone. I'm coming up there on the 11th. We're doing a, for Dodge, we're doing a uh, employee appreciation because Dodge is the first people, they're going to pay back their loan to the government. So they're doing a huge uh, appreciation for all their employees. So we're going up there. We're doing a freestyle demo in Pontiac. So I'm going to be back oh, in wow. Michigan. We're going, we fly in on... Uh, the, I want to say Thursday, whatever day, the 9th. And Who's the, coming to ride? Uh, Dustin Miller, uh, Adam Jones, Tim O'Brien, and some other kid. I don't even know his name. Yeah. So we're going to take our semi. B-Rabbit's going to get up there. 
Penske's bringing, yeah, Penske's going to bring the their their whole pitch crew. They're going to do the pit crew challenge there. Tedesco, oh, really? Blos, and uh, the other guy, Hill, hey, going to uh, go up there and sign. Remember Sorby just went. Remember Sorby hung up there. Yeah, he just texted me. He said. Sorry, I dropped my phone and broke it, the screen. I was on my BMX and run into a tree. I didn't pay attention while I was talking to you guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my BMX and run into a tree. So that's why Zorby hung up. He uh, ran into a tree. So. All right. Thanks, Good to Nick. know. Thanks, Nick. Take care, Nick. See you. All right, later, guys. All right. Always quality, Nick Way. Quality to have on the, on the show. Uh, Moser, what's up? You got a question for Nick Way? He's on the line. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, he just hung up, right? No, he no, he's still perfect on the line. Timing. He's still on the line. Oh, are you, Nick? Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, we were talking about mechanicals earlier, and um, I'm trying to remember. He was beating Ricky Carmichael on a 125 Supercross. Did his bike blow up? That it was a really muddy one. Did you run out of gas, or did it just implode? No, uh, my reeds uh, blew a reed. Reeds went out, went out, Moser. Yeah, uh, uh, that was shitty. That would have been a good win, bud. Yeah. I'll get him next time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny. <laughs> you blew I was like, Jesus. Uh, uh, fucking cell phones. It's not clear enough. <laughs> uh, uh, we can call uh, Nick scared. back if you want. No, we can't. We're no, I don't, think, I don't think it's that important of a question, really. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, um, hey, bud, I feel bad about that, that essay you wrote. Um feel bad now. Why? Why do you feel bad? Because I didn't win? Well, I mean, everybody on Twitter is blaming me. You know, uh, Why? Pookie saying it was her favorite and Swizzle and Tits. And, and so it's all making me look bad. And truthfully, it was Kenny. It, yeah. <laughs> truthfully. I think I'll get, I'll get over it. Uh, hey, what about your man, Andrew Short? Rough start to the outdoors. Every year is a rough start to the outdoors. Are you doing okay? Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious that he's a badass. I mean, do you see how many fucking people he passed on Sunday on Saturday? It was like, yeah, he 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 did well. He did he did really well. Uh, hey, do you want to play? There's no question that he's a man. Do you want to play the? Um, did you hear my interview with him, by the way? On Pulp. Uh, okay. I don't think I've listened to it yet. No, I haven't listen, listened to it yet. You should listen to it because we we talk about the 350. Um, yeah. Do you want to play the X Band tear off segment? Come on, let's sure. go. I want to go home. Okay. Do you want to play it, Moser? Yeah, sure. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Yes, it's the yeah. X-Brain Goggles tear-off segment where timing is everything. X-Brain Goggles, the result of 25 years of goggle technology. You know, with Tit's with news segment out, I think we need like a news segment, like a short, short of the week. And I can just come in and I can call and, and provide some short, Dude, short info. Dude, how about info. this? How about not short? How about shut up and listen? Go. <laughs> All right. These are three questions. Uh, you have them, Tits? I do. All right. I got one for Kenny, though. But we'll go to – let's go. Are you ready, Moser? Yep. Okay, right. Moser. Is Porcel the new J-Law with the way he's been pulling off? Go. No, I don't think so. He'll get it. He'll get it figured out. I mean, it's pretty obvious that with his speed in the first moto, that uh, he just needs to get the bike set up right. Twelve seconds. Second question. All right. How much time do we give Villapoto before we start doubting him? Uh, 
more races at least. Um, I think that. No, you said it. Six point seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I'm not going back on that. I, I think he's, uh, I think he's a little bit tired right now. It's a long season. I think Reed was kind of talking about that. Um, um, he's never done a full season on four fifty. So. Hey, interesting that Nick brought up the point about Dietrich Craig, and uh, who else did he say? Oh, Met- Metcalf. How they've been motoring down on the outdoors, you know? Interesting. He's right. Interesting. Uh, Kenny, I got one for you. Do it. If you were starting a team tomorrow from scratch, who would be your pick and why? Dean Wilson or Justin Barsha? Dean Wilson. Why? I think overall, uh, not just with results, but marketing-wise, he's way more marketable. He has way more personality, and the kid is capable of winning races. He's from Europe, Kenny. (laughs) Yep. I don't think he's more marketable or more personal than Barsha, but whatever. That's fine. That's I, why I manage a team and you just cause controversy over the internet. <laughs> so you do what you do, I'll do what I do. Okay. I think right. I do a decent job and I think you do a decent yeah. job, so let's keep our jobs. <laughs> you think do you think Barsha's too big for the bike outdoors? No. 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 What do you oh, I don't know. He seems like a big kid to me. Barsha's tiny, dude. Wilson's bigger. I don't Wilson know. Wilson's like twice the size of Barsha. Barsha's like four foot eight. Hey, Moser, do you have an opinion about this Twitter controversy that O'Rourke? Oh, uh, gosh. Do you have an opinion? I don't even, I don't, I didn't realize, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of in left field and I, I didn't realize that I'm not really sure why. Tits, why did you stop following O'Rourke? Uh, if you really want me to get into it, I just kind of haven't been feeling his tweets for a little while and uh, Pookie gave me the courage to, to make the jump. Yeah, that's all right. Eh? Yeah, that's you know, as a born American, like you like to say, that's, uh, yeah. your, that's your choice. Goddamn right. right. Um, is it? Is that something to do with Reed beating Dungey? What? I'm not, well, I'm you're not, I'm not Dungey's biggest fan, and no, Reed that, that is, is from true. Australia, and he's kicking Ooh, your guys wow. ass. So. Oh yeah, good one. Oh well, right. uh, I see where you're going with that, but not even close. Um, uh, you want to know what I think about the whole thing? I think it's really lame. I think the whole Twitter battle thing is lame, 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 lame. I I, I like I like tits. I don't follow tits. It's nothing personal. Like tits the man or tits the body part? <laughs> I love tits body parts, but tits the man I, I right. like too, but right. he's, I'm not going to follow him. I, I'm, I'm not upset about it. Do you follow me, tits? I do. Okay, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, thanks. Did Barsha really buy a Ferrari or something? No, he didn't. He just Twittered that. Uh, no, um, Kenny, so do you, do, you, do you anticipate the Josh Hansen PR this week? Or next week? No. No? I, Still I, on the list. I don't know what's going on with it because I have no nothing to do with negotiations. I do nothing. No, nothing. Right. I have okay. nothing to do with it. All right. All right. Here's another question. If, uh, let's say, Millsaps continues riding like this, you know, podium finishes, yeah. JGR keep him next year or no? Uh, they're going big. They've admitted to me they're going for Dungy. J-Bones no. told me this. Really? Correct to say yeah. that. But they're relaxing their North Carolina thing, Kenny. They're like saying, hey, if you've got a program in Tallahassee, you can stay there. <laughs> Which they should, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if you're, bringing, yeah, if you're bringing number one plates, I think, I think if you're the top yeah. four guys and what works for them works for them. I, I, right. I, but, no, but I just do not see him riding that bike. I don't see him riding that You bike. see him riding a KTM ahead of that bike? Yeah. Really? Just because of Roger. It, is it because of the bike 
Or is it because of the JS7 tie to the bike? No. Like, that they would both be on the same one? No, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I just think that he – I think that he has a lot of faith in Roger and Ian and those guys, and they pretty much brought him through the ranks. And I think he just has a lot of – I think Roger's kind of a mentor to him. And I right. really I really think that uh, in Dungey's head, maybe he thinks that Roger can take him over that hump. And KTM, I mean, they're, they're, I think they have a good program. I think they really – they have the the means to making the bike better, and I think he could. Yeah, bummer for Musquin breaking a thumb. He's he was going to be on it, but Roxon, Short, uh, Dungey, Musquin, good team. What about Michael Essie? What does he do? I don't know. Good question. Do they keep him? I don't think so. I think he's going to do good when he comes back, though. Yeah, but I don't think. Do you see him in that Metcalf battle or ahead of those guys? I see him ahead of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be the top three guys, and it'll be him. And then him. And yeah. I think if he's going to get starts, he will be up there for a point in time. Right. But I, I think, you know, coming off an injury like he's had, too, I don't think he might be a little gun shy. Yeah, you know maybe. I, mean? maybe. I don't think he's going to, you know, you never <clears throat> know. But he's, And who knows? I mean, he hit his head and he got knocked out. Yeah, but who knows what happened behind closed doors, how many times he hit his head practicing and got knocked out and didn't say Yeah, nothing. I don't know. We know his vision will be good. Yeah, for sure, unless <laughs> he's cross-eyed and he good. can't see. All right. Uh, hey, Moser, I think we're wrapping it up. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for calling, bud. Yeah, you bet. And remember, I, before the season started, I told you Dungey was going to be on it. Wow, that's quite a prediction. You that's said Dungey was going to be fast. Oh, jeez. Huh? I, told, I told you he was going to beat RV, and he has. He didn't this weekend, by the way. Yeah, RV <laughs> beat him. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> the Rocks this season has just been horrible. Bink for Watson. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. All right, gentlemen. Bye. Hey, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks to Chad Reed, Matt Lemoyne, Nick Way. Not nope, Dave Dye. Not Dave Dye. <laughs> <laughs> who Kenny was started screaming at over the phone. Hey, thanks to the finalists. Uh, also, we're going to get you on next show. Clinton Sylvie, Nate Davis, Jason Rambo. Nothing is over. We're going to get you guys on uh, <laughs> to talk about. Oh, and Aaron, Aaron from Corona, uh, thank you for, for all the four, four essays. One of you four will be the lucky winner of a trip up here to see us in action. I'm and pulling for Aaron from Corona. Because of the price of the flight and stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got that I right. love Kenny's non-participation in this contest. Not at all. Nothing. Um, that's okay, though. That's what makes Kenny Kenny. Thank you to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, Vivint Home Automation Systems, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, O'Neill, and Kicker for coming on board. Support them. Thank you, Tits, for coming over. You're welcome. Uh, despite the Twitter controversy, thank you, Kenny. We'll see you in, see you in a week and uh, two weeks, right? Next show? Yep. And you might not even get a head nod when I see you on Saturday. We will see you partying <laughs> on Saturday night. I will Twitter a photo of Kenny and I from Saturday. To show everybody that we are hanging and we are partying with the Nitro Circus. All right, guys. Thanks. See you next week. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. But like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.